You, especially you call your album Bleach, you already have the color. Yeah, the yeah. It should be white. I wonder what color mine yeah. is. Mine's probably black. But I'm still going to check because it's not a waste of time. Wait, you have a Nirvana Bleach record? Is it a reissue? Uh, probably. Oh, okay. Probably. Did you find it at a record shop? Uh, yeah. Oh. I got it used at Dimple one time. 253 Damn. versions. Oh, shit. On, really? On Sub Pop's just trying to make a lot of discogs. money. You got all the imports and all that stuff, too. I have that on uh, something called Compact Disc. Uh, I don't know what that is. The thing about Compact Disc is like... You can put it on your stereo, and then you can actually headbang and mosh along, and mm-hmm. it doesn't uh, it doesn't skip. Oh, it could. Depends on your stereo. Oh, that's true. Fuck. This is repress on regular black vinyl. Regular black vinyl, not the deluxe black vinyl. What's it? Uh, what's its retail pr- uh, price at? This is the infer- this is the kind of shit your fans come to. Currently uh, selling for eighteen dollars and twenty nine cents as as the low price. Oh, dude, that is, that is not what you thought when you bought that <laughs> back in the dimple days. <laughs> Anyway, hey nerds, welcome back to Five Songs or Less. Nate's back with me. We're talking country. We're talking Nirvana repress vinyl before I introed the episode. Nate, do you have any Nirvana vinyl records? No, dude. I, I buy pretty much exclusively compact discs. Yeah. Um, and I have um, a lot of Nirvana CDs, including the box set and wow. some of the singles, you know, like Lithium and Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yeah. CD maxi sing- singles. Why do you have those? If you have I the box which one sets. It is, but, well, the box set came out a lot later. Like I You just kept it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never gotten rid of a CD, man. I don't, I don't know why you would. I you have a shelf life of about 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least let them live that long. <laughs> uh, I got rid of all my CDs a long time ago, and it 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 was painful, but I did it. <laughs> did you sell them? I did. I sold them probably mm. to buy records. How the how's how was your how was your car drives after that? Just uh, silent. <laughs> just complete silence. <laughs> that was fine because I was pr- pretty much uh, exclusively listening to burn CDs at that point. Because I didn't want to mess up the integrity uh, and value of the compact discs that I owned by scratching and them had up. just sold. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and you you tried that that car record player, but that was just <laughs> that, was, that was a bust. <laughs> that was a bust. Oh, yep. <laughs> Dang. All right. Well. Um. How's it going? It's going great. Uh. It is going pretty good. Uh. What's up with this hat you're wearing? I keep seeing letters on it i think it says sacramento oh yeah this i've decided to shit my hat that's a negative cap buddy it's um it says can you oh never mind no it's not it's not a 
it says Sacramento hates you too. Yeah, it's like a good job. It's a brand now here in town, and I I like to put it on when I leave Sacramento, so that mm-hmm. people from Los Angeles or I don't know Fresno or any place that like says like fuck Sacramento gets yeah. like the full like fuck you back from me. Um, because you were born and raised here. <laughs> fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> At least I didn't leave here. I did um, leave here for a, a year. No. You per you are you, I, you, you I perm <laughs> I have permanently left Sacramento for the burbs. Burbs, you, baby. Yeah, you work from home. You uh live in a different town. You never even come here anymore. So I went to, to Sacramento on Mon- Tuesday night. Okay. What for? Do, I, wait, why? I went to a show. You went to a fucking show? I I, I, I did. Oh really? Like you always tell me that like it's cooler to like buy tickets and plan to go and not go. <laughs> and you actually went? I actually went. I I bought tickets. That's the way you gotta do it. You have to buy you have to think about it for, for like three weeks. You have to first uh hear about the show and try to get your band to be the opener. Mm-hmm. Uh get denied, uh, and then huff and puff about it for a day. Mm-hmm. And then think about going for the next three weeks or four weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then um, around a, uh, probably one o'clock in the the day of the show, you finally buy your tickets. Okay. That's the way you go to a show. Was the, Wait, did you, was this that, uh, that uh, Pantera tribute band that was playing uh, downtown? Gross. No. Huh? You, you're not a Pantera guy? No. Oh shit! I thought that was near band like a Pantera cover band. I wasn't really sure. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we're a Pantera cover band, and we wanted to open for another Pantera cover band. <laughs> yeah, that's like basically what a hardcore show is—a bunch of fucking Gorilla Biscuits rip-off bands <laughs> covering each other. Uh, I went to see Paul Bearer. That name is familiar, or maybe it's the activity that's familiar. How was it? Uh, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Chrome Ghost was the local opener. They were okay. fucking rad. So you were okay with not being the local opener? Or you felt yeah. Like, okay. I I feel like they deserve it more. They also got to play with them in San Francisco, which is really cool. Really good for okay. them on a little tour. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. They're a younger band, and uh, they're they just came out with a really fucking sick new album. So everyone go listen to it. Can you say the band's name again? Chrome Ghost. Chrome is in like a chromey that you take off of somebody's uh, wheel, um, you know, like the little yeah thing yeah yeah. You put the air in on the tie in the wheel, take the yeah. chromey off. A very shiny ghost, silver and yeah. shiny chrome ghost. That's cool. Wait, so tell me more about the show. Like, did you go up front or did you sit in the back or? Um, it was at Harlow's, so there's not really very many spots to sit. Right, and you went there because of their uh, COVID nineteen seriousness historically, and you were like, okay, I can. Trust this um, crowd with my no mask face. No, no, no. I wore a mask the whole time. Oh, really? Yes. I wore a, my black N95, KN95. See, so, but you like normally you wear a white, like yeah, KN95. Yeah, yeah. Those are and, specifically for shows. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to so, like, walk in there looking like a loser. <laughs> yeah, dude, with like your bright purple, like <laughs> <laughs> rainbow KN95. Yeah. That'd be cool, actually. I, like would, the white one. I would rock that one. Yeah. But like, you also like the black one lets you stand in the in the dark room and maybe people won't notice that you're <laughs> they, they, they just think it's my beard. 
Yeah, it could be, right? I just had my mouth closed really tightly. Oh, shit, dude. That's a, one strategy for avoiding the COVID-19 <laughs> virus. Just growing a, growing a beard that covers your mouth is the way to yeah, do it. And then not breathing <laughs> in in spaces with lots of people. Um, I, I stood up a little closer for Chrome Ghost because there are fewer people there at that point. And I haven't seen them in a long time. So I wanted to make sure I got a good spot for them. There was another uh, aerial ruin was the second performer. It was just one guy, an acoustic guitar. It was pretty good. Um, I kind of stood back for that. And then I couldn't get super close for Paul Bear because everyone kind of like moved up closer. You didn't uh, think of like trying to launch yourself into a crowd surf? Up no, no. Okay. I, I wanted to be as still as possible. Word. Have you ever, um, you know, like when you get into the middle of the pit and you clear it, like build yourself some space. Sure, sure. Fling your elbows out, toss mm-hmm. your feet to the side. You could have done that. <laughs> and, just, and then just stood still in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> just bobbing <Yeah>. my head. <laughs> They're not a mosh band. They're like slow doom band. I choose not to mosh to mosh bands, actually. Only, I mean, the artists we're talking about tonight, like if and if I ever am lucky enough to see her play live, yeah. I, will, I will clear the I will clear the floor. You will throw down in the mm. pit. Hell yeah, that's cool. I didn't. I for whatever reason I thought you were retired from concert going and no, um, I'll go everyone. In January, Cody, uh, Cody, myself, and Han are going to go see Jeff Rosenstock at Harlow's. Oh shit, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I'd say I'm, I'm a retired annuitant. I'll still go every once in a while. Okay. If you're uh, on the guest list. No, no, no. I can't do that. We, people need to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I used to do the guest list thing all the time. All yeah, the you time. Were, maybe you were broker back then. I was broker back then. I was much, yeah. uh, but, but yeah, so, you know, 25 bucks or 33 with, with, fees and shit not too bad i guess so i mean you could also just give them one of your stocks your stock my stonks <laughs> yeah. yeah what do you have you told me my watch to my watch together stonks <laughs> yeah danny said that he bought five i have five of them they're <laughs> watched the company watched i keep them in my wallet <laughs> my stonks <laughs> all five of but them. are they like aren't they like eight and a half by eleven like i don't know <laughs> Yeah, they're folded I don't feel up. Like they would fit in your wallet. <laughs> they're folded up. Oh, I always thought stonks were like I don't know, made out of like carved wood or something, <laughs> something, something of value. Maybe like some, 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 some stone, some, some they're limestone chiseled like the Ten Commandments. Fuck <laughs> yeah! One, one watch together stonk. Yeah, yeah. Owned by Danny Johnson Ansley. <laughs> My middle name is Johnson now. I love it. <laughs> Wait, is it really? No. Oh, okay. Well, don't tell anyone your middle name because they're probably that's probably your Stonks password. So. Yeah, yeah, it is. I better change it to to Johnson now. I like that cup, by the way. That's a nice yeah. uh, black Starbucks cup. It's kind of a metal cup. It's a. Uh, I uh, got myself married to a person with a lot of cups. Oh yeah, a lot of cups. Hell yeah. Some of them are real nice. Others are. This one's nice. I mean, it looks cool. Yeah. It is Starbucks. You can see the. It looks pretty badass. I'm actually amazed that you can see with such detail. Yeah. My environment right now. Thanks, Apple. Yeah, Apple. 
Apple. <laughs> it sounded like I said Apple. <laughs> no, Apple. That's the, that's my phone. It's an off-brand. <laughs> you got it at Denio's. You went to Denio's and got an Apple, Apple phone, an Apple watch. I'm take that Apple Twelve. You got that Apple Twelve with the three cameras on the back. Uh, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. I, I don't go to concerts very often. Uh, I was so fucked up the next day. I don't, I, so? I don't drink. I stood there wearing a, a mask and the next morning I woke up with a splitting headache and I was so tired. I had yeah, to, I had awful. to call out sick from work and <laughs> okay. I just slept okay. all okay, day. <laughs> Boss. I went to a show last night. I told uh, her. I I'm, told her because she's I'm ancient. She's a concert goer more than I am, and she's she's like ten years older than me. Uh, yeah. But yeah, my boss is a concert goer, and I was like, "This is what I get for going to a show last night. I'm not signing in today. I'm gonna lay in I, bed." I appreciate that. Like, I feel like something else was was actually up like that doesn't make sense being tired makes sense but like a splitting headache was it just the noise because you play in a band and you make i had earplugs in and you had earplugs in yeah i have no idea i just had a really bad headache shit i think it's unrelated i think i didn't drink enough water the the day day before i always drink water you know i mean you're constantly sucking down water when i see you Mm -hmm. um uh, i really like editing out every time i swallow (laughs) Oh, really that's like your uh your uh, your uh like you get you get yourself like um uh well insert gross sex joke here <laughs> <laughs> by editing out your uh, your gulps yep yep dante would have come up with something real quick on that one speaking of which he uh mm-hmm. he was on a recent episode he was. i guess you're gonna release this after that because that one's already been released that, so that one's out modest mouse I already forgot the name of the album. It's sitting right over the Lonesome I a Crowded copy West. Of it. Lonesome Crowded you, West. I bought a copy. I cannot be, like. First of all, I'm I, so I listen to that episode because Dante. No offense to any other co-host of this show, um, or the main host. Uh, mm-hmm. He's like listenable. Like I just, I just dig. Like he's he's pretty funny. He's got the voice for it. He, yeah, he sounds good. Anyways, whatever. He's not that cool, Dante. Dante, don't get your uh, don't get your head all blown up or anything. But your mom likes me apparently, which is Ooh. pretty sick. So mm-hmm. fighting words. Um, that was his grandma, actually. His grandma that I was hanging out with. His grandma, <laughs> <laughs> Grandma Dante. Yep. Um, his first name's Don, and his last name's Tay. Is that what it is? <laughs> exactly. So yes. Grandma Tay. Okay. Grandma Tay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And maybe it was the maternal grandma, Grandma Dawn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck, dude. Sorry, Dante. Um, what was I t- going to say? Except that... Something oh, yeah, about Lonesome Crowded. Episode. Yeah, like, I, I liked that band. Uh, the, uh, the Moon in Antarctica mm-hmm. was the last album of theirs I listened to, and I fucking love that album. I think it's so good. And Lonesome Crowded West was the first album of theirs that I listened to. I don't know Mm -hmm. why. Like, when did it come out? Do you have that off the top of your head? Uh, 97, I believe. That makes sense. Okay. So that would have been the album that, like, came out when I was was the Mm -hmm. first one that I caught. And I also loved that one. And I really didn't listen to the ones before it. But you, for some reason, listened to the ones before it and then the ones after it. Yeah. How? What? I just don't don't get that, I guess. I don't know how it happened. It, I just didn't listen to that album. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. 
Well, I'm glad you did now because it is pretty good. Although I don't think about them very often. Is Modest Mouse like a band that's on rotation for you? Not particularly. Like every once in a while, I'll, okay. I'll get the urge to, to listen to it. But it's usually good news for people who love bad news is the one that I spin. I had some friends who tried to get onto a, a, a show with them at the Paradox in Seattle uh-huh. in maybe 2000, 2001 or something like that. Uh-huh. And um, like you... Their band was rejected um, from the bill, and they actually brought a. They didn't put a local band on the bill. They because Modest Mouse, I guess, was like we're the local band, Mm -hmm. some Issaquah nerds or something pretending to be from Seattle. (laughs) And um, then, uh, so my friends' band uh, drove to Seattle, which Mm -hmm. is two hours away, um, on the night of the show. And not like unlike you, you're like a pretty mature person. I think (laughs) thought about it and you know, got over the disappointment that you may have felt and then realized that the band that they picked was cool too. And like, mm-hmm. you'll go to the show mm-hmm. and see Paul Bearer and nod your head in the back corner and, uh, while you listen. And yeah. uh, these these guys, though, they hopped in their, their Broncos. They drove, each of them drove a, an old <laughs> well, Bronco. Every member? Well, the two, the, the drummer, the drummer was not involved in this. The drummer was <laughs> like, like married with a child. Four, four Broncos. <laughs> Taryn ass to Seattle. <laughs> Taryn ass Seattle. That was two of them. A blue one and a white and brown one. Uh-huh. Um, and they drove up to towards the Paradox there around, you know, before the show and uh, uh, saw that uh, Isaac character standing out front of the Paradox there, uh-huh. you know, and they were they were pretty stoked that he was there and they drove by and they stuck their hands out their Bronco windows and put their thumbs down <laughs> as oh. they drove by. Um, and then they uh, parked and got tickets <laughs> and went to the show. Good job, guys. Good job. I um, I recall that story. They've told me that story. It's a fact that they told me that story. Whether or not the story itself is true, sure, sure, is up for interpretation. I like I to no think idea. that it's true, even though I just heard yeah. it. What was this band so, called? What was <laughs> Lands Farther East? Lands and they were excellent, actually. Lands like, Farther East. Know. They might actually be on. I feel like one of them posted to the. Are they um, streaming? Yeah, I think I, I could have sworn one of them posted to the Instagram recently that their album was now streaming. Let's check it out. They they did one album. They probably released it two thousand and one, two thousand I think, and they had an EP. They had like an EP. I see it. Lands farther east, two thousand two. Is it called "There Goes the Atmosphere" yep. or something like that? There goes the atmosphere. Yeah, do you know what that? That's in reference to. Um, as far as I understand, um, a modest mouse song, a modest mouse song. Oh yeah, there it is. Check it out. Um, this is around the time when smoking was being banned statewide in Washington state. And mm-hmm. they used to hang out at this, uh, cafe, uh, and drink coffee and smoke cigarettes and have wow. conversations. Can you imagine just like going to a place and talking to somebody? Don't, don't be a boomer. Right, <laughs> boomer, and uh, the bar like um, couldn't put couldn't have people smoking it anymore, and they painted this the they like the smoking ended, and then they painted the ceiling with like a, a fresh sky uh-huh. as it like as like a fuck you to all these smoker kids, and they were like, well, there goes the atmosphere, and stopped going for for a couple of days, and then they went back. Yeah, sure, the sure, sure. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I like that. That's a good story. Is is it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so cool that you went to a concert or a show that's rad yeah it was fun 
Yeah. It was very fun. Of your bravery. That's what I'm saying. That's we'll see it. if I go to another one. I, you know, one's coming up next year that I kind of want to go to. Just announced Blink today. I am going to see Blink-182 next year. Look at how adamant thanks. you were. That I am going to see Blink-182. Thanks for asking. Thanks for Co- thanks to Cody. How oh, cool. No. Uh, what? You two have su- surprising like dedication to some bands like Blink-182. Like, just like super fans. I don't know. We should do a you Blink You also episode. fight about it. Because you you've, you've never listened to them before, right? Like really? Yeah, I, I mean, I know their hits, and I have Enema of the State is a CD I had. Mm-hmm. Had, but I oh, knew, you got rid of it. No, I still have it. It's I, I have it. Of course, it's in my do. it's in it's on my CD rack okay. here in Sacramento. Even though I bought it in Centralia, Washington, <laughs> you didn't have to leave it there. <clears throat> leave it at customs no, always, when you left Washington. <laughs> You get to the California border and they're like, fruit, vegetables, Blink-182 <laughs> CDs. You're like, oh, fuck. I do actually have a Blink-182 CD in the back there. Let me dig through 3,000 CDs, yeah, try yeah. and get it for you there, officer. Or a border guy or whatever the fuck they are. <laughs> That's a, some sketch comedy that no one would really laugh at except for, for us, I guess. Yeah, I would. Cody would, I bet. Anyway, today they announced... Death Cab for Cutie and Postal Service oh, are doing right. a tour. I, I guess you can say together. I mean, it's it's two separate bands playing the one Postal Service album and then playing Transatlanticism, the best Death Cab for Cutie album. Yeah, I don't know. Are you are you not a fan? Are you like too? Were they too cool for you? No, no, Growing not up that in at all. Washington? Like, those dudes are actually from the town I went to college in too. Like they're, I don't, I have any problem with death cap. I was not a fan until plans. Oh, wow. And then that's the only album of theirs. That, I mean, I've listened to all the albums. Mm-hmm. I worked at the college radio station. You had to play death cap for cutie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're fine. I like the postal service a lot more, okay. but I mean, why, why doesn't the death cap crew just play the postal service songs? And then they're just like one band, like and then they take a break, like an intermission, and they come back out. Is there gonna be touring with? Because De- uh, Postal Service isn't a band; it's just two people, <clears throat> and then occasionally Jenny Lewis. Well, that's what I mean. Like, why don't they just like, like, what is this tour like, and what is it gonna look like? You watch Death Cab for Cutie, and then Ben Gibbard like goes and takes a big old stonk, and then they come back <laughs> out, and it's just the same group, basically the same crew, and then he does it. He does another set, but as Postal Service, I guess so. Or maybe they're both going to set up on stage. Like, it's going to be a really, really big stage. Like, Garth Brooks-sized stage. Oh, damn. That's not possible. One <laughs> side is going to be Postal Service, and the other side is going to be Death Cab. And it's mm-hmm. he's just going to go back and forth. They're going to play the the op- they're gonna play the New Year, the opener of, of Transatlanticism. And then yeah. he's going to have to walk across the stage. And then they're going to play whatever song opens Postal Service, this album. It's called Postal Service Song 1. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And then he's just going to walk back and forth. That's the way they're going to do it. I feel like if I were advising him on like stage production, I would ask him to watch that scene in Mrs. Doubtfire when Robin Williams <laughs> is meeting as Robin as the man, mm-hmm. and then is then also meeting as Mrs. Doubtfire, mm-hmm. like the comedian meeting the executive and Mrs. Doubtfire <laughs> going out with the family, and then has to, has to run into the bathroom, and then run back out. That's how I would do it if I were Ben Gibbard. So do you think Postal Service is going to play first or Death Cab is going to play first? 
Is it? Isn't it not the? I mean, Death Cab is a much bigger band. I feel like right? more people know Postal Service. Oh, fuck, dude. I don't know. Like, um, really? I think so. I, I guess think- yeah. Post. That's true. I guess Postal Service put Death Cab on the map. Then that's what kept them going. I don't know. Let's here. Let's do a quick. I'm gonna go to YouTube.com and we're gonna look up Death Cab for Cutie, and let's find the first result from Transatlanticism. I mean, did they even have videos for that? I don't know. Okay, I will possess your heart. That's a pretty big song. Yeah. 17 million views. Postal Service. Such great great heights, 18 million views. District Sleeps Alone tonight, only 5.5 million. USPS TV systems at work, 911K. Whoa. Yeah. Do you think the Postal Service did 911? We talked about this. Like you're you you're an adamant believer in the fact that 9/11 was an inside job. So I I, I suspect <laughs> that's your that's your, we did uh, talk about this culprit. Like you were yelling at me and telling me that it's in, irresponsible of me to not blame it on the postal service. <laughs> ben, and I was just trying to be reasonable. Where was Ben Gibbard on 9/11? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Certainly. Certainly, it wasn't accounted for by anybody. He has no al- no fucking alibi. <laughs> um, so, so is this a, a a concert that you would be interested in attending? It's it doesn't stand out as much as it, for me as much as it does to you, which is okay. not a bad thing. I don't know. I have to think about it. Like I I mentioned in a text that on that I got tickets to that postal service reunion. I guess it was right. a reunion. Maybe it was a ten year or something like that. I think that, it, was, was it might have f- been ten years. Yeah, ten or fifteen years, and um. It was, I think it was at Key Arena where the Supersonics used to play in Seattle, which mm-hmm. is like, I saw, I saw Pearl Jam there when I was a teenager, like uh-huh. it's a big arena. And I feel like I ran in there, I remember running, we were late, we got in there and the arena was mostly empty and the show was not very good. And I was like, what the fuck? That's so weird. I don't know, it's sour taste. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong. I have no idea, but because your response was that they were pretty killer when you saw they them. They were great the when I saw them. I saw them uh, in Davis and they were fucking great. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Shit. But it wasn't an arena. Yeah. Like I feel like they shouldn't have been booked there. Yeah, I, I don't. It seems too large. Like I know they're from that area, but still. Yeah, but they're I not Pearl. Are they playing in Sacramento? No, they're playing at the Greek Theater in Berkeley. So you're gonna have to like take two or three days off. <laughs> at least, maybe the week. The whole fucking week. It's October. What day of the week is it? Let's see. October 10th. It's in October? October 10th, 2023. Huh. Let me think about it. Is it sold out yet? No. Tickets aren't on sale. It's a Tuesday. That's stupid. Tuesday night. The week of my birthday. Hey, my birthday's on the Saturday this year. Or next year. Dang, that's good because you can get real crunk and not worry about it. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to start drinking at... The Postal Service Death Cab Show. That's gonna be my, for a week. My <laughs> my first drink is gonna be on the tenth. Damn, Danny, you don't need to do that. Um, <laughs> this is for uh, you, I, Gibbard. <laughs> <laughs> that dude was Edge for over four fucking decades, Gibbard, and then he. And then he met you, and you were wearing leather pants, and all of a sudden he was like, "I want to be like a." Fucking real rock star and then took a drink. 
I've never seen Death Cab though, and they're playing my favorite album, so I feel like that would be a good time to see them. Although Chris Wall is not in the band anymore, so yeah, that sucks. I don't know. Chris Walla, like, I can't remember. I remember some story about because like he did the production on that Postal Service album. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was some there was some beef about like the payment, like or like how rich Ben Gibbard got off that album. And, oh. Like it's always the case for the engineers or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, they just get ripped off, you know. <clears throat> or they can get ripped off. Maybe they don't always. I actually, you know what? I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna shut up. Did you? Did you, Danny, mm-hmm. <clears throat> ever put a Postal Service song on a mixtape? Oh, maybe. For for somebody that you are now with? No. Okay. That's probably why. <laughs> That's probably why. <laughs> That's why it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. That could be. Uh, I did, around the time that album came out, I was taking a film class where you, like, you know, make movies and short films and things like that. Uh, And I really wanted to do a video for the song Clark Gable, but I didn't end up doing it because I failed that class because I sucked. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you failed that class, Mm -hmm. Danny. I'm sorry to say. Because I didn't make the music video for Clark Gable. Uh, We did make a very... We did make a music video for uh, Reggie and the Full Effects song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we also made a very ridiculous video uh, starring Cody and an old friend of mine, Justin, uh, doing freestyle walking. Uh, you mean parkour? Uh, Proto parkour, yes. You invented parkour? Yes, we did. <laughs> you heard it here. You heard it here. Sound, oh. Soundtracked by Boom Swagger Boom of the Murder City Devils. Okay, that I like. Uh, I should dig up those VHS tapes and, and embarrass, digitize them and embarrass Cody. Yeah. Speaking of leather pants. Uh, <laughs> Cody? <laughs> In his Murder City Devils uh, uh, freestyle walk video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> speaking, speaking, you mean, Co- who's Cody? You mean leather pants? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh my god. Old Co- <laughs> Cody LP last name redacted. <laughs> LP last name redacted. <laughs> pants. It's LP leather pants pants. <laughs> Sorry Cody, I didn't mean to dox you using your full name. <laughs> you didn't. I did it. It's okay. I I love doxing. I get such a high from it. Just like spouting off somebody's phone number uh, <laughs> onto, onto a podcast that will later be edited. Cody Cody uh actually paid a lot of money to get his social security number uh to be just 69. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Can you give me the last four of your social? Yeah, 0069. <laughs> It's all zeros and six nine at the end. Thank <laughs> Cody. Is that man? He was. He's like I was a millionaire once. <laughs> it's worth it though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> that COVID relief came from Cody. <laughs> if 
funded by Cody buying his 69 social security number. Oh my God. Anyway, the whole point of me bringing this up, uh, bringing what up? Wait, what was the topic? <laughs> death, death cab for postal service. Oh yeah. 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 That's right. That's right. It, it, could you think of, I, I mentioned this in text earlier. Um, could you think of any bands and their solo projects slash other bands that members were in that you would really enjoy to see toured together? It doesn't have to be bands that are still alive, obviously. This is all hypothetical. And a lot of dead band. It doesn't have to be a band that you've never seen before, because that was th- something I was thinking about with some of my picks. Yeah, I mean, I only came up with bands I have seen before. Uh-huh. Tours that actually I saw. Um, but they were really good. So okay. no, that's not true. What the fuck am I talking about? Like to me, like they're you're talking about. <clears throat> all right, what's your answer? I have, I picked four. Okay, I picked four. You picked four as well. Okay. No, I could do five. Okay. Well, I could probably do a lot. Like I don't even. There's so many to be honest. The first one that came to mind was uh, Thursday and United Nations. Yeah, that United Nations is like that brutal. It's yeah, really, really metally band now. Yeah, <clears throat> that's cool. That's a good one. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. I never got to see. I've seen Thursday a bunch, but I've never seen United Nations, so that would be pretty. Did you do mock United Nations though? Did I what? Oh no, mock UN. No, I did not oh, okay. do mock UN. Oh, okay, well that would have been the same. I was so. I was too punk for that in school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, sure. Uh, what What's your first one? I have Minor Threat and Fugazi. Oh, yeah. Why didn't I pick? I feel like, How come that didn't come to mind for me? I don't know. feels like... Well, first of all, I did this in reverse order. Like, least least stoked on to most stoked on. So, get ready. Oh, okay. Um, and I saw that tour anyways. Like, when Minor Threat and Fugazi toured <laughs> through Sacramento. Uh-huh. <laughs> two years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't know why I didn't no, go to that. <laughs> he, that's when you that's when you build that reputation up for like telling everybody a whole bunch of people that you're gonna go to a show <laughs> and then and the afternoon of saying like yo no man yeah i real housewives of san francisco just released uh, a new like a new like year in review video and yeah, I, gotta, yeah. I gotta check it out <laughs> i don't have time for ian mckay today <laughs> right all right what's your second one this is a threefer Okay. So Rilo Kylie, uh-huh. along with Jenny Lewis playing solo, yeah, along with the Elected, Blake. I don't know the elected. Blake Senate's uh, band. I think his name is Senate. His band. I've seen Rilo Kylie. I've seen the Elected. I've never seen Jenny Lewis solo, but to see all of them play like the same bill would be pretty sick. Word. I I've seen that bill that. Yeah, last week, right? <laughs> last week, last week in in Sacramento. It was on Tuesday, though. You were busy. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. This week, sorry, this week. I saw Jenny and Johnny play. Oh yeah, time. I saw Jenny and Johnny. <laughs> that as was well. cool. It was a lot of fun. Uh, my second is uh, Cap and Jazz and Promise Ring. Oh, okay, that would be a lot of fun. I've seen both of those yeah. bands. You saw Cap and Jazz today? Like, what? Earlier today? Oh, fuck, really? <laughs> Oh, that was right. That's like that winner in winner in um, concerts in the park edition. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're from right. Chicago, it's in the so Rancho Cordova Park. Yeah, they're used to it. It was like at Rancho Cordova City Hall. Yes, and yeah. Davy is running for mayor of Rancho Cordova. 
right. I have seen both of those bands. Captain Jazz did their reunion thing. Yeah, I refuse to go watch that shit. I don't watch reunions. Wow. Wow. That would be a lot of fun. When you're done, you're done. Um, It'd be really cool. I mean, for for, uh, yeah, I've seen Promise Ring, but never Captain Jazz, obviously. But um, not obviously. My next one is Jeff Rosenstock and his old band, Bomb the Music Industry. And shit, I'll add a third. I'll add his older band, Arrogant Sons of Bitches. Dang. I'm gonna skank my life away that night. Would you? Would you skank during that? Set? I might. Okay. I might. It's What's, hard not uh, to. Would you wear shorts? I mean, I think it's a requirement. Yeah, right. I thought so. But you always wear shorts. Like, are you even wearing pants right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing shorts, boxer shorts. <laughs> boxer shorts. <laughs> I'm, I'm, all right, gross. <laughs> um, <laughs> my third. Is the band Nirvana and the Foo Fighters? Oh, uh, I thought of that one too. Two on the nose. Oh, okay, so go back to Seattle. Two on the nose. Fuck you, man. Give oh, me that. Oh, Get, wait, take well, that hat off. Um, that would be great. It would be really to see great. them. It would be really. Great. I just think I feel like I'm answering the question honestly. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> I did think of that one, and it's a good, a good pick. Which song would Kurt? Which Foo Fighters song would Kurt join Dave on stage to play? Um, let's go with um, Big Me. It's not an obvious yeah. pick, but it's the one that it, it's the true pick. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And what song would Dave Grohl drum for Nirvana? All of them. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, my next pick is the Get Up Kids and Cole S. Oh fuck, that's good. Dang, dang. Okay, um, th- that's your last one. That, that's my last one, but I have another one now. So since you have five, I'll do five as well. No, I only have four. Do you want me to do a fifth one? Do a fifth one. All right, I'll do a fifth one. Yeah, I'm so still in order of of desire to see them. I'll do a lifetime in Kid Dynamite Ooh. together on the same bill. That'd be tight. That would, I would do. I would try and kick, do a, uh, a, a kick over my head, like a real high kick. Okay. My last one is uh, Cabin Jazz and Owls, which is basically the same oh, that'd band. Be cool. Same band, yeah. Just bit better, better production. But no, no Davy. Yeah, well, Davy had a sniffle and couldn't make it to practice that day. Ball caps in Milwaukee. He was in Milwaukee, um, and you know, when you go to Milwaukee, you don't go back to Chicago. Surprisingly. No country picks from you. Well, I still have one. You have six? No, I have five. One, Minor Threat Fugazi, Captain Jazz Promise Ring, Nirvana Foo Fighters. That's four. The fifth oh, one. Oh, sorry. Okay. Go. The fifth one was, yeah, my last one is Misfits and Danzig. Of course, <laughs> this is the only answer. This is the actual only answer. Gross. It's not gross. It's you ask a question <laughs> that is, what's the bill you want to see? <laughs> no country you're right i i was thinking of like actually I, yeah i don't know i don't have a good answer for country if i'm thinking of of the country artists that uh cody and nate have introduced me to uh i'm gonna go with uh well it, it, i'm just gonna pick uh my ideal country concert it's not musicians related um ooh, ooh, ooh. 
Of the four country artists that we showed you? Yeah, I'm going to pick out of those. Oh, shit. This is high stakes here. Are they both Cody's? I don't know yet. I'm still thinking okay, about same. it. Okay, same. Do what you got to do. I, Joshua, Joshua Ray Walker <laughs> is there. Yeah, I would pick that one, too. Um. Oh, yeah, and he's got Dwight fucking Yoko, man. That's hard to compete mm, with. Oh, Dwight. Did I just... Oh. You got to pick Dwight. You can't... He's He's like a required... All right. I don't know. Uh, JRW has just been booted off the bill uh, for Dwight. You, I I feel like I feel that's your answer though. Uh, I feel it's and it's not a bad it's not a bad show. I would. I'm gonna go with Leanne Womack though. Oh yeah, that's actually. Oh my god, that can you imagine that show? I can't. Dwight and Leanne. That would be really Fuck. fucking rad. Yeah, I would fly anywhere for that. Although today, like. I saw Dwight do a uh, benefit show for flooding in Kentucky with Chris Stapleton. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If you, do you know who Chris Stapleton is? Uh, sort of. Like they did a benefit there. And Dwight, I just don't know if Dwight Yoakam today is, for example, sure. the show you want to see. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Because like technically, I could see a scenario where those two have an opportunity to share sure. a venue or sure. set, a set list, but... We could go with, you know, time machine kind of status. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's that's where it's at. But it is kind of a shame to think maybe he'd be great. I don't know. Maybe he'd be really great. It might be cool. He was actually playing songs with Carrie Underwood in another video I saw. And he was pretty good. Yeah. Somebody call me out on this. Maybe it'll be great. He did some songs Dang, with uh, Cody's favorite band, uh, the Avett Brothers. No, he didn't. Oh, that makes that sense. That was Randy Travis. Fuck. Oh. Never mind. Sorry, okay. Cody. That's cool, too. I lied. Did Cody... Did Cody um, just uh, text you? Yeah, he did. He heard me say okay. that that was his favorite band. <laughs> He's like, "Why are you spreading lies about me?" I can't believe that his favorite band is Randy Travis. <laughs> like, that's fucking so cool. Sick, Cody. Uh, all right. You want to get to the topic at hand, sir? Yeah, let's do it. Right. <clears throat> I'm feeling pretty ready for it, actually. Okay. Okay. Caitlin Butts, tell me about her. What she sound like? Oh, I never you heard want- her before. You, <laughs> all right. So like, I gave Danny, I, I gave Danny uh, uh, a country singer out of the state of, of Oklahoma, whose um, most famous son is uh, Garth Brooks. Whoa, um, really? Interesting. Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton's from Oklahoma. Gwen Stefani lives oh, in Oklahoma. <laughs> I thought you were making a joke that Caitlin Butts was Garth Brooks's mom. <laughs> Caitlin Butts, who is our age, if not younger. Is weirdly Garth Brooks's mom. Oh um, my god! Yeah, so I don't. Yeah, that's you know that's who I gave to you. Oh no, Danny's You're Facetime failed right high. as I was talking about Uh-oh. Caitlin Butts. We got the uh, Facetime calling back. Not sure if he's alive anymore. All right, you got me. I can see you. I can hear you. Yeah, but I got to get my my um, Bluetooth headphones for whatever oh, reason. Okay. okay, can you? Is your thing still recording too? It's still recording. Yeah, I'm making all kinds of comments about. Actually, nothing was really that entertaining. It is what it is. <laughs> it's going okay. at the top. <laughs> I'm not here to make those people who listen to your show entertained. As yeah, a matter of yeah. fact, I'm. I'm here to drive downloads and also drive down measurement of like duration listened. Mm-hmm. Right. So you like 
there you're like Nate's back and everybody downloads it out of anticipation for what stupid shit I'm going to say. And then within one minute, they've all stopped listening. The second most downloaded episode uh, was an episode starring you. That's a Deftones one? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm sure people listen to that for a total of two and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Podbean doesn't give me uh, uh, completion rates or anything like that. I bet you that episode... I don't know, like there were not many hot takes or good takes potentially even, except that like there were three guys, two from Sacramento, one from Washington State saying like, yeah, dude, Deftones are still pretty good and this <laughs> album's all right, man. It's all right. That's funny, Nate. Like you liked this when you were in high school. We thought it was a little overrated. That's like the hot take. <laughs> that's that's what people come to this podcast for. <laughs> like lukewarm L- takes. Lukewarm takes. <laughs> Yeah, well, not today, because what we did today is we, we're bringing you Caitlin Butts from Oklahoma, uh-huh. a country singer um, with, a couple al- with a couple albums and a couple of singles, some variety in the mix, you know, like not mm-hmm. everything sounds the same. She's got a voice that like just is super loud and really uh, uh, hits, you, hits you when you put, put it on. Uh, she's got cool style. I really think she's a great Instagram fi- follow. She does not have cats as far as I can tell. Uh-oh. But she's got dogs, so she likes animals, I guess. I don't she might not she might even I doubt she's a vegetarian or anything, but mm. whatever. She doesn't like animals that much. She doesn't like animals that much. <laughs> um and she's funny. Like I've listened to her on a couple interviews, like when I was starting to get into this uh this album she did, uh mm-hmm. uh whatever the fuck it's called. So what little, else can she do? This little EP, what else can she do? Um, or it's not even an EP. I guess it's like an almost album. It's an, an almost a, album. A, like she's she's kind of funny. Like she's into she's into like alien imagery and like mm-hmm. I don't know, just plays with plays with some cool shit. She t- she didn't interview. She talked about how she set out like press ki- press kits for one of her songs and sent everyone like CBD. And Whoa! Shit. Like, Whoa! <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty pretty funny. Wild. I like it. Anyways, yeah, so like she she's great and I'll say like you brought me onto this uh this here event known as Five Songs or Less mm-hmm. and I was giving you some bands that I listened to 25 years ago and don't listen to it all anymore. <laughs> and then um I gave you Miranda Lambert who I love and listen to all the time. Yeah, we I saw and, your Apple Music wrapped thingy. <laughs> dude, man, I listen to her way more than I should. But <laughs> You know, Leanne Womack is like I think my my favorite my favorite artist at the moment, and Caitlin Butts is one of those too. It's like this mm-hmm. is somebody that I listen to all the time, just absolutely love. So that's who Caitlin Butts is. Hell yeah! It, it is. Did you come across her music in your year of women Not only? To any dudes? No, I don't think so. I think she came a little bit later. Like I do, I do follow a couple of social media accounts that do some pretty good. Like, like when they um lift up an artist like i'll listen to it that Mm -hmm. i'll listen to the musician and i'll be like oh this is pretty good like they're pretty consistent i i suspect i got to caitlin butts through that okay but she's also like you know like if you there's a she she's unique i think in particular her uh, interests are pretty pretty interesting she also has like really happy songs which are weird for country music but she also like what else can she do is a dark fucking album like all (laughs) all i think there are seven songs on it yeah it's super dark and 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 depressing but like there is like um so she's unique but she does have like kind of a like i can imagine um uh sort of an algorithm telling me oh you like casey musgraves here's someone 
you might like too. So I could have come come at her from that way too. It's, okay. e- it's easy okay. to imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Have you? I'm mis- I'm guessing you have not seen her play live. No, although it's a bucket list. She's one that I would go without a doubt yeah, to yeah, yeah. see if it were in the state of California or or North or Vegas. Yeah, Vegas is a thing that I won't. I don't think so. Like, I don't know if I would go to Vegas for like a club show that she would play. I think yeah. I would wait for her to get closer. Um, as a matter of fact, I think she she's on tour. Oh, really? Coming up, and I think she might actually be going to Vegas. And I haven't had that urge. It's too far away, yo. It's yeah. Don't don't go to Vegas. That shit sucks. Um, let's look her up really quick. I want to see. I Caitlin Butts, if you're listening to this, I do want to know if you have a cat and if you yes. do have a cat, why does that cat not feature in your pretty like robust like you know social engagement? Um, cats also for this show help you get um, you know like in the end if you're a person with a cat you get like a star more than you yeah. otherwise would have yeah. had from I, from Danny not see tour dates there's her on bucking bronco are you on the instagram yeah maybe i'm thinking maybe i'm mixing it up with someone else sorry about that it's like she uh she's playing in indio california for stagecoach yeah i don't want to do a tour like that's a festival or something like that yeah i bet she'll be touring around then though they tend to announce those, though, closer to the event, right? Because they can't, like, mm-hmm. detract from ticket sales. Yeah, probably. I think that was happening with Haley Witters when that party thing came through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does have a pretty fun-looking Instagram here. Yeah. I'm definitely a person who will uh, like a couple of couple of posts every once in a while. Just like to point out right now that Cody is not following Caitlin Butts. Oh, wow. Does that indicate anything, though? Because, like, I often... No, he is. Yeah, I see. I see. Oh, it didn't tell me he was. Cody is not following me anymore, I bet. That's what's happening. <laughs> Shit, oh, no. Oh, my God. He's mad, yeah, he's mad about the, the Social Security to... number thing. <laughs> pause the pod to talk through this drama. Cody, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You're mad that I made you talk about... I made you listen to Arthur today. <laughs> Um, he's following you. I just double checked. <laughs> thanks, you know. thanks. That would have been pretty dramatic. To I know. Honest. After uh, <clears throat> I don't know, twenty five years of friendship, all of a sudden he's, yeah. he's done with me. Um, I'm also reminded, like she has pretty cool merch. Like I'm into her merch. It's it's funny stuff. And um, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna buy some of it. Is a little bit like that cosmic cowgirl thing has a little bit of a psychedelic. Uh, font that I, that is not necessarily my vibe but i really appreciate oh, okay. really appreciate okay. the style like what she's doing particularly as a person who had like that what else can she do is a pretty like solid like country album right mm-hmm. she's it's it steps out of the expected i think um and she did that ep recently the sad yeehaw vibes which yeah it's one of the best names of anything i've ever heard 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah seems like a cool person for sure well, I bet I bet that if you ever do get to see her, maybe next year when she does the stagecoach thing, she'll do some more touring. But I bet when you when you get there, you're going to be standing there watching her play, and you're going to be like, "How lucky am I?"
Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I don't know because if it's like depends on like is it hot like is it summer like it is the venue packed it doesn't matter is she, you're going to be inside like, I mean maybe maybe not you're not going to go I like an stagecoach no fuck no I'm not going to stagecoach but yeah true that'd be cool I would how lucky am I yeah that's the first song you, you with, gave me yeah what do you want to do with this song <laughs> I want to talk about it kind of wait can you can you talk like as a like what did you think of Kate? Like, do you want to do a song by song? Like, and we'll get we'll piece together your thoughts, but like, yeah, how did yeah. you feel about finding out about Caitlin, Caitlin Butts? Well, uh, I'm glad that you're doing the, the podcast with me for the first time today, um, ever. Yeah, ever. oh, I'm an asshole. Oh, we'll get to that at the end. We'll do, fi- oh, I don't need like a rating, but like, we'll do final right, thoughts. That? How lucky. How lucky am I to hear what you think about the first song on this here on this here playlist? First of all, great. It's not an album. Uh, great single artwork. Yeah, totally. O M F G. Do you want to tell everyone what that shit looks like? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do get my best little descriptors here. Let me pull her up. I think it's a little bit what I mean when I see like she has good style. Like there's an aesthetic like that she brings to everything yeah, she seems to do. It's a collage really style. Cool. It's it's it looks vintage, but it's not like overly look at me on vintage kind of thing. Like it's got the where like it looks like a um a forty five sleeve that's been in the stacks mm-hmm. for a while. But yeah, it's got this collage, it's got a um a, a man and a woman walking down a single lane highway, oddly. <laughs> <laughs> uh holding hands and uh they're going toward the Tunnel of Love, which the Tunnel of Love leads to what looks like it might be Vegas, just this desert landscape, the big blue sky. But outside of that heart, which is the Tunnel of Love, it's got the night sky with a shooting star and some some canyon walls. Oh, it's beautiful. And down at the bottom, it says Caitlin Butts. How lucky am I? Great fucking stuff. Yeah, it's cool, too. Like It's like... It's fu- it's like weird, right? Like, what's that style of art that's got like a <clears throat> surrealist shit going mm-hmm, on or something mm-hmm. like that? And like, I do dig the the outer space component and her west. She's got such western themed shit throughout mm-hmm. all this music. And even though she's in, o- I mean, Oklahoma. I don't know what an Oklahoman identifies as. If they're like a midwestern, mm-hmm. a southerner, if they're a west, they see themselves as westerners. I don't. I'd be curious to know that. Yeah. But um, yeah, it fits. And that sky, that skyline is you know like her interest in sort of like extraterrestrial shit. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's I kind of dig cool. I, I dig that stuff on here. I mean, you don't really get it in the lyrics of this song anyway. Mm-mm, but no. but I like that. I I don't know. I just like the style. Whoever is doing the design, whether it's her or somebody uh she knows, really fucking great stuff. I'd love to see more. Yeah, cuz you haven't looked at her catalog yet on Not you're not allowed to look at Yeah, not really in depth. Um, just these oh, five, some pretty funny shit five out there. songs. This song is pretty good. I can say I started pretty lukewarm on this playlist. Yeah, you. we were going to record last week and you had said that you put it back in your ears and you were like, yeah, I wasn't, I'm not as ready as I thought I yeah, was. Yeah, I, I uh, put it on and I think I. what I'll do sometimes if it is if I feel like I'm not well versed in a playlist yet, I'll start at track three. So I started mm-hmm. at track three and I was like, oh yeah, okay, this one. And then I got to track four and I was like, 
I feel like I've never heard this song before. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, it was good that we postponed. So it was a slow burn for me. Like I was like, oh yeah, this is pretty good. It's like country. It's not hitting the same way like Miranda Lambert did, like right off the bat. Or Leanne Womack. Like I think Lambert was probably one of those Leanne things Womack like, too. I've I have yeah. actually since listened to Leanne Womack. Yeah. And holy shit, that stuff's good. I finally came around because I've been listening more the last few days uh, and then taking notes today. Taking notes can either make or break a band like it'll if I'm kind of lukewarm on something and I sit down to take notes, I could easily go the direction of I just can't find anything to take notes on. Um, But I did find some some good stuff to like point out in the musicianship and a lot of the vocals and the backing vocals and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I eventually came around the thing that I think is really cool on this song. And it's a timestamp that everyone's kind of already heard. Cause I already played the intro to the song, but at 16 seconds, the drums come in and the snare has a really interesting sound to it. So we'll play that. <laughs> It's very slappy. Like a long time ago, shaker egg. Uh, a long time ago, didn't we talk about like the sound of a snare sounding like a like a punch or something like that? Was that with you? It feels like if there, I've, I'm of two minds. If I was to describe a drum, mm-hmm. it would be like a punch. Okay. But I also don't think like I come here for you to say stuff about the music and then to be like, "Yo, Danny, is that a guitar?" Or is that a, is that a drum? Uh-huh. <laughs> so like, so like I can imagine me saying something about a drum sounding like a punch, but not necessarily as a hot take or an interesting uh-huh. observation. Okay. So I, okay. I would bet that you were having this conversation with somebody else. Maybe, maybe. I know that our musicianship conversations are where you're, if you have a listener who comes here to listen to discussion about musician, musicianship, mm-hmm. I'm your weakest. <laughs> link as it relates to the other folks you talk to well i really love the stare it sounds punchy but not i don't know i don't know what it is there's something about it that like especially the very first hit sounds almost electronic but then it loses that and it just it has this very like foley sounding punch like a move like a uh what's that like a kung fu movie punch to it. It's very interesting. Uh, like the kind of sound effect that would be added. Yeah, to yeah, the, yeah. To the movie. I don't know. I really you, uh, I really like it. What? Can you pop it on one more time? I sure can. I mean, everything's intentional, right? Like mm-hmm. an artist creates an album, they create music, it's all done intentionally. Mm-hmm. It's not just, okay. I think so. Yeah. You have to assume it. Yeah, yeah. I have to assume it. Could just be that whoever she had drumming that day had that snare that sounded like that. But so anyway, very cool snare drum sound. I like it. Uh, I guess I ask because the thing I was thinking about, like with it comes intentionality or if it's more in the mix or the like the mix is like how they like take the recorded sounds and put them together. Right. And like mm-hmm. the thing about her that I find interesting is like, d- 
does it seem like her voice her the choices they make about her voice mm-hmm. seem different than other artists might make about their voices and that i think i say i said this in the when you were asking me about her but like she she always feels like her voice always feels like really present like really mm-hmm. front and center and i don't know like it, when I, you hear said that drum the drum just kind of sounds like when you catch it you're like oh shit that's loud it's odd it's oddly loud it's oddly it's oddly whatever place mm-hmm. but i do think that something about the song maybe it's like there's a sense of it's kind of loose in a way and i think that contributes to it like her voice her voice is louder and more center than you might expect yeah the drum's a little funky and it contributes to i guess like what i when i wrote this i was like it's got like a relaxed sort of like happy vibe mm-hmm. as she's bouncing through this song so that's my assessment my musical my contribution to the music no and i think you're correct like uh today listening <clears throat> through the songs when I got to track three you can really hear a difference in the mix of her of her voice like it mm-hmm. it sounds I mean that song is track three is uh you know f- quite a few years older it's yeah um it's I can't I can't like math that so um <laughs> I will never be able to figure that one out so yeah like uh, I do think the more recent tracks her voice is a little more present in the mix and I, I think that's very cool because she's got a good voice. Yeah, agreed, hundred percent. I think it's six years difference between the release of "How Lucky I Am" and that first album that she put out. Okay, it's a long time. Yeah. Seems about right. Yep, mm-hmm. six years. So we've got a little bit of a, a stop here and some nice backing vocals. I'm gonna try to refrain from from making references to like pop punk bands that i like i think that's actually one of the cooler things yeah that you bring okay every time there's a stop in one of these country songs and somebody sings a little bit during the stop it always makes me think of saves a day uh i'm gonna bring them up in a a little while later but anyway here's this take my time how lucky am i it's cool. There's a, it's always good to have a, a pause in the song, especially when the vocals continue yeah. also. I agree too. Plus she, I, I like that particular one because her she lets her voice just mm-hmm. like, she lets it trail. Um, and then that steel guitar, I think is what that is or some, I don't know. Yeah. Could be, it could fucking be a piano. For <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um, comes on in. It's funny you say saves the day because like I think I was listening to this list and I was trying to come up with like um also like trying to do what you would do like what's the uh, what's the band we would have listened to twenty years ago that mm-hmm. that uh, leads leads one of us to say like oh I understand why you like this person and I was thinking more like that like the 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 show that I want to add to my list of shows is Get Up Kids uh, mm. New Amsterdam's oh and sure then, sure <clears throat> like I feel like there's some of that vibe in this um mm-hmm. in this uh this shit too less saves a day but. But yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I feel like all of that stuff is just reasons why I probably should have been listening to country also. All along. Yeah. That's what you mean. Yeah. 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 I don't know about that. Like I, I didn't do it. Like what it's curious to me, like when that transition happened, I would be curious to know what Cody has to say too. Mm -hmm. Like when he, do when he was like a teenager is what what was country music like for him? And I mean, yeah, he did. As far as I know, he did listen to country, probably not regularly, not as much as he does today, but because it was around in the house and stuff, he did listen to that. He was also like, like, he like was roping um, cows and stuff. (laughs) 
<laughs> he was roping all those cows. And, and like he had like assless chaps yeah. um, that he wore to church on Sunday. Let's see. Let's ask him. Early aughts when you weren't roping. No, I don't want to. There we go. Roping cows while listening to Saves the Day. How much country were you listening to? I like that you are cognizant of the audio format of your podcast. (laughs) Also, (laughs) this question is for Cody, not Nate. (laughs) Wait, is that into our group thread? It's our group thread, so you can see the answer as well. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. All right. I would, I'd really be curious to know if somebody like, like the opposite (laughs) crossover, right? So like, Mm -hmm. is Caitlin Butts... Uh, listening to saves the day uh, in between rope and cows maybe in 2000 maybe um and also listening to i don't shit if i know like probably leanne womack yeah, yeah, and probably, yeah. potentially some sure. some other some alan jackson or some shit mm-hmm. <clears throat> i'd be curious to know yeah what else you got oh, i can't i can't remember i should have looked it up the exact quote but i believe it's something to the effect of tell him kelly It's a Camp Cope uh, riff. Camp Cope to reference, yeah. Uh, Is that? Are you thinking about that bass? Yeah, I like the little yeah. the bass solo there. I mean, it's, a, it's I wouldn't call it a solo, but you know, bass by itself. It's when like the it's when you uh, the spotlight goes on to you for yeah. a second there and boom, then swivels boom, away. Boom, boom, boom. It's dude, the bass lines in her songs are rad. Like they're so like they're yeah they're rad. I fucking love them. I I'm sure it's I've seen her videos like there it's a normal bass guy but i could imagine it being like some sort of old-timey bass man sure sure know. sure um in a ba- you know a banjo washboard stand-up bass do you know that kind of instrument yes i do yeah good good <laughs> <laughs> call that bass solo out hell yeah uh but is it tell them kelly or show them kelly i can't remember tell them kelly i think camp cope's pretty aggressive at times right so it'd be like tell them kelly yeah but i don't remember i don't know uh, I I hope that uh, no matter who the bass player is, that their name is Kelly, and I got the got it right. Yeah, totally, Kelly. Uh, uh, okay, so uh, Cody has responded. <laughs> Early aughts, I was probably when I was listening to the most Johnny Cash. I got really into the Rick Rubin produced American recording albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, a lot of Merle Haggard and George Jones. And other random quote unquote outlaw and rockabilly adjacent stuff. Yeah. He was listening to social distortion, probably just like loving it. How about some social D? Oh, Nate asked him too. <laughs> the the exciting live updates of the text <laughs> thread. <laughs> Fucking love it. I think I had a couple of timestamps on this song here, Danny and Oh um, sweet. I'm not hundred percent sure why <laughs> let's check it out like um <laughs> he says i hadn't developed the discerning palettes i have today i like anybody who calls their palette discerning mm-hmm. that's, yes it's delightful um and true yes Maybe no not really socially, yeah I, I never got into them personally just live at the rock sea just me. was that because of a cassette album. tape 
because I owned a cassette yes, tape. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, not the Roxbury. I think that's a movie. Yes, the Roxy. Is. Yeah, which is a California thing that I don't know about because I'm not from here. It's a venue where I saw the Blood Brothers. Oh fuck! Is it wait? Is it in Sacramento? No, it's in L.A. No, it's in L.A. Yeah. Um, Mike Ness or whatever that dude's name mm-hmm. is is not come to Sacramento. He's in L.A. He's like he's like walking L.A. streets all the time. He never <laughs> sleeps. He never eats. He never pees. He just like walks the streets of L.A. <laughs> It, Nobody they, walks in L.A. except for Mike fucking Ness. Yeah, you. yeah. That song they wrote, that Walking walkin in L.A., that's about him, actually. It's about him. Yeah, it's about Mike Ness. <laughs> Looking like a rockabilly hipster <laughs> walking in L.A. Chewing on tobacco, spitting it on the streets. Okay. All right. <laughs> What's your time let's, stamp? Let's do a 47 seconds. 47. To one minute. A total of 13 seconds. Okay. And I want you to tell me why I picked this. All right. I will. <laughs> Oh, by the way, also, Cody listened to a lot of Hank Williams as well. Probably Hank Williams Jr. Because it's good. It is good, yeah. I think what it was is that uh, my wife recently inherited a a Ford F series truck. Mm-hmm. Um, we call it, like Cody, I think calls it the Garth Brooks truck and it totally is a Garth Brooks Hell truck. Yeah. And I think sometimes about like, um, the right music to put on when driving. And that right there is pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> That's F series music right there. That's the F series right there. You know what I mean? Uh, Cody tried to listen to Hank Williams jr, but he couldn't get into it. Folks yeah. couldn't get it's into it really too bad what a what a what a shame um what do you do you got any do you got any more i i do um i've got two more but let's just pick one let's do 305 let's talk about some slide guitar oh i didn't uh i didn't think he'd bring it up but he's bringing up uh that cody used to be a hank three fan yeah I need to look into the Hank three controversies. I always thought he was supposed to be cool. What did he went? What is he like a COVID denier or some shit? Uh, I don't know. I think it's some sort of, uh, probably. And, and I don't know, don't quote me on this, but I uh, remember earlier when we were talking about stars and bars, I feel like he's on the other side of that. Like he came out of it saying like, fuck you. I do like this Confederate flag. Maybe that sounds like his dad though. That's uh, weird. Let's I don't look know. it up. Look it up. I don't want to, this is, we're listening to fucking Caitlin butts. Super good country artist. Yeah. We don't need to bring it down with yeah. the Hank, the, the Williams family drama. Let's listen to them slides. Just a quick little. It's <laughs> just like that. Uh, <laughs> Slide guitar. His country stuff wasn't bad, I guess. His ponytail was embarrassing. <laughs> So it's not that the third is a racist or a COVID denier. He just had a bad ponytail. <laughs> is he talking about three or, or two? I don't know. The the Well, both two and three have some decent songs, but I know two to be a bit of a jackass and like three, I, I don't know. I thought three was like walking the streets of LA with Mike Ness, to be honest. <laughs> Yo, editing Danny here. We go off on a tangent about Hank Williams III, and yeah, we don't need to do any of that, so moving on. Anyway, I'm cutting so much of that shit out. Let's fucking move on, because 
I'm going to be bored if I don't. fucking did it episode over thanks everyone dang it's really nice to talk to you tonight danny i appreciate it first of all my notes i think every note here maybe not every every note every song um starts with a note about the album cover this album cover looks so much like a Miranda lambert album cover or or oh no you mean leanne Leanne Womack. womack album cover yeah so much the way I'm living. I honestly, I would be curious to know. I didn't look this up because it seems to me almost referential. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It seems referential, but it takes like the the take on her diner in um with that fancy ass car and puts it in a in a again in that like extraterrestrial yeah 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 west vibe. It's really cool. It's very cool. It's a good cover for sure. Uh, but I remember when I was putting the you sent me the screenshot of the play or no no you sent me the link to the playlist and I saw it and I was like. They send me their own playlist. No, it's true. I think it's, it's yeah, it's got to be a bit referential, but it's got like this big ass fucking red moon mm-hmm. um, next to some tall uh, stone thing. That's yeah. probably a famous national monument that I don't probably, know the name of, probably, but yeah. most people do. <clears throat> and then the electric lights of uh, Caitlin Butts. What else can she do? Yep. Yep. It's good stuff. It's a dope thing. It's like a seven. I don't know. I should, I'm feeling like it is seven right tracks, like seven song. Like, mm-hmm. is that a, what do you call that? An EP or something? Or I would call it an EP or a, a mini album, maybe. Unless one mm-hmm. of the songs is really long, because it, it's it's long for an EP. You know, it is. Yeah. EP is like I'd say no more than five usually. Seven is like yeah, but it. I always feel like an LP, whatever the hell would be 10 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. now yeah it's like i would have so i guess what i as i understand it the how lucky am i and marfa lights two songs from this this playlist that i gave you um were written at similar times but that she felt the vibes were different from the mm. with the ep the tracks and like that's totally like, yeah 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 bored if i don't is far more the vibe that you find on that within those seven songs which is like i don't know like so this song is I don't know if it's sad. I think it's like it's reflective of reality for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's one of those things where it's like, dang, it's a bummer. It's like a small town kid who like gets married too young and just is like, fuck, I, you know, this my, yeah. my partner's nice, but like I'm not this isn't what I wanted for my life. Right. Like it's I don't know. So it's not dark per se, but but it's pretty interesting. It's an interesting theme. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Yeah, I like this one. Um, I ended up I only ended up with two timestamps, though, uh, one of which is uh, talking about saves the day. So. You know, there's always <laughs> yo. I only have one, but I also have decided myself that the timestamp thing, like you know, I don't need to have five timestamps to get my point across that this song is dope. It's true. Um, uh, what's your first one? One minute and thirty seconds through one minute and fifty nine seconds. Okay, fifty nine on the dot. Exactly. Okay. Yeah.
right on it. I thought I was too early. That's perfect. That was perfect. Um, she's got two vocal tracks at points there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's sick. Like it just like it's like an emphasis. It's like emotional emphasis. It's just fucking cool. Her voice in that section is rad, and I, the lyrics is really yeah, yeah. It's really great, but I love that shit. And that little at the beginning of that that sec- segment when she does a little um or, hum, <laughs> um or whatever the uh-huh. fuck is super cool. There's but, a there's another one of those. Is it this song or another song? I think it's another song that has a has a little something like that, and it's it's cool. I like it. Uh, my timestamp is right after that. Cool. Um, so let's hear that one. So I guess that's the chorus and I like it. I like that it has, it's still kind of sad sounding, but it's got a bounce to it. Mm-hmm. Like verse versus the verse, which is very kind of like somber. Uh, but it gets like a, a bit of a bounce to it. And I really like that. And then at two fifty five, this part it reminds me of something that would be on stay what you are by saves the day. That, oh, let's hear it. part in particular yeah 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 Yeah. so you know they at the time when the when the album came out i felt like it was they were leaning into some kind of country vibe or whatever Mm -hmm. i don't really feel that way anymore i just feel like i could hear that in that same kind of style and it would work really really well um but yeah i i enjoy it the contrast for do a same different is is that caitlin butts is saying um, what the lyric is something along the lines of like not wanting to there's no playing by the rules when you're playing a cheating man's game that's true but she's also got this like idea where she says like um i know it's wrong telling lies to a man who's honest as the day is long mm-hmm. um <laughs> chris conley on the other uh on the other side would say something along the lines of like i'd really like to pluck your eyeballs out with a spoon mm-hmm. yeah 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 because he's quite emotionally mature <laughs> in comparison <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> I thought that was so cool when I was 20. Yeah. 19. It's a thing, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. But we got you got to you got to you got to move on. You got to live you got you got to live your life, Danny, and not kick yourself over the fact that you listen to Saves the Days can't uh, stay what you are album every day. <laughs> every <laughs> single day. <laughs> yeah it's your alarm clock in the morning and you just start bopping your head and you just listen to the whole album before you get up yeah my it's pretty sick wake up to at your funeral every day yeah can i ask you so you dude that is dark that's the darkest (laughs) shit i've heard ever like your 
you're not from a small town. Uh, Cody is from a small town, right? We're both. I mean, we're <laughs> both from rural. I'm from rural Elk Grove, and he is from Wilton, which is even more rural. Right. So like this idea of like being from a small town, settling down way too soon. Does it resonate with you? Or was that a thing that you uh, uh, saw in your community? Something that you yourself ch- uh, with intention chose to avoid? Um, or was it not a theme in the lives of the kids you grew up with? It could have happened to me. Like I was with someone like throughout high school into my first year of college. And, you know, that was, I'm really glad it didn't happen. You know, because there was talks of marriage and things like that when we were mm-hmm. 18 years old. But I probably would have been miserable. I know I would have been miserable for a fact. I, it didn't really happen to anyone close to me, so I can't really say. Um, but I'm sure it did. Mm-hmm. I didn't have, like of my friends anyway, it didn't really happen. So, uh, but I'm sure it did happen to folks out in the Wilton Elk Grove area for sure. Yeah, it's wild. But you're from a small, you're from a town smaller yeah. than Elk Grove. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, Elk Grove, if it were in the state I grew up in, would literally be like the second largest city <laughs> in the fucking state. Like, Elk Grove a, back then was was different. Or the third largest city. I think the third largest city in the state. I know it's I know it's changed a whole bunch in that time. I guess for me, it's less like it's interesting, though, because this idea she starts the song off by saying, I'm just a young girl in a small town that settled down way too soon. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not my experience. That's not my sister's experience. Um, the person with whom I still have any kind of op, uh, on and again, off again contact from my hometown. I don't really communicate with many folks from my hometown. Yeah. That's not her experience. But this idea permeated possible futures when I was young, mm-hmm. 100%, right? The, and and I know from... You know, the back in the days of utilizing Facebook, um, that that experience is, is pretty common for many folks that I that I went to school with. Like a lot of a lot of people I knew from high school are married to each other. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it's kind of wild, yeah. actually. If, you, if if I if I think about it, like myself, it's like wow, how much I changed in the time that I left that town to today. Yeah. And like when I go yeah. back to that town, like I, I have a sense of comfort. It's like this is my home. This is where I'm from. My mom and dad are still there, um, but I can't honestly imagine being happy there in a home. You know, I, I mean, I would probably, yeah, like have a kid or who knows, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, just, I, mm-hmm. I feel like that wouldn't have been the direction I wanted, but it was most certainly a future available. Yeah. And one probably more likely than than the one I ended up with. Mm-hmm. It's a thing she brings up. Like, this is a theme that she brings up in in this. What else can she do? the two songs from what else can she do on this playlist too. But like, I, I love listening to that. I mean, it's very, it feels to me like it's not just a country topic, but it is, mm-hmm. it feels very much like it related to some of the stuff you hear in, in the country that I listen to at least. And she does, I don't know. She's telling a story and yeah. it's a really good story and uh, there's a resonance to it. Yeah. So. No, I like that. I like that. There's a theme to the album too. It sounds like, um, or the EP or whatever. It's, to some degree, yeah, I guess. Like, I mean, I have to, I'd have, I've spent so much time now listening to these five songs in a row that, like, I feel like I've disconnected myself <laughs> sure, a little bit. But I sure. do think that, um, I do think that's an, an element of it. But it is also like, she's navigating. Uh, God, I saw like a, a thing I wrote down a quote that I really liked. Um, somebody talking about what they like about, but um, she says 
the she 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 states uh, Caitlin Butt says mm-hmm. I don't think that life is all that pretty sometimes and it comes with pain and pushing through hard times or being stagnant or going through the motions and not knowing what to do or just being flat out angry with whatever life has put on your plate and that sentence to me references a spectrum of possibilities mm-hmm. like it could be that those hard times like you're that it's not life isn't pretty and that could relate to abuse and violence and things that are quite dark yeah, yeah but she goes on to saying like sometimes it's just pushing through being stagnant or going through the motions and not knowing what to do and that is so re- uh, much the experience of ev- everyone's felt that way i would imagine mm-hmm. and i particularly think small town uh kids feel that way um as it relates to uh they're, you know, like just being mad with what's been handed to them. And I had the privilege uh, to, 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 to get the support to like apply to and leave my town to go to college outside of town. Mm-hmm. But like I know tons of people who just like that was not an option. And I can imagine in that situation, like leaving that town was a genuine struggle yeah. like, to get the to get the uh, it's not even a town that's like that rural at this point because of West the West Coast becoming so full of people. But like to, you know, just get the finances together to go to a town even a half an hour or an hour away mm-hmm. meant you had to have a job, the money, like it was just a wild endeavor yeah. to some degree. And I can imagine just the stagnation of that being just something that pisses you off, yeah. just fucking pisses you off. And that's kind of the story I feel like she's telling throughout some of this stuff. And I, I dig the hell out of it. Yeah. Amanda talks about that with, with uh, Modesto, like be, that being a town where it's, it's really easy to get stuck there since mm-hmm. that, that's where she grew up. And like the minute, she was able to get out. She got out. Um, yeah. But, she's, but it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. There was a point where she felt like she was going to be stuck. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I can imagine that's kind of like what she's thinking about that. Like in that context, this sentence, I don't think that life is all that pretty sometimes mm-hmm. could easily relate to that circumstance mm-hmm. and one that makes her angry with whatever quote life has put on your plate. Sure, sure. Shit. I don't know. But she, she's definitely like, if you think about country music as like a storytelling genre more so than emo pop mm-hmm. is a storytelling genre. <laughs> um, like uh, what I think she does, like, and I gave you this, that, that I've given you a couple lists of country musicians that I really like um, who I think really do a good job of telling stories. But if like, if you compare her to the list I gave you of Miranda Lambert and the one I just gave you of Luke Combs, um, they're great storytellers, <laughs> but there is something about, I don't know if like the list I gave you of Lambert featured a lot of her more like, single single oriented mainstream songs and combs is really just a he's 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 a different type of storyteller and tells stories that are that i think we will we will have fun thinking about mm-hmm. from a, a sort of like fishing and i told you about the line about him going to Ugh. the hooters but like um <laughs> um th- her stuff is like i don't know there's a there's definitely like a it just, I don't know. Maybe it's because Caitlin Butts isn't in this moment a person who has some fame and some money. Mm-hmm. I don't think, at least, and um, it's definitely like writing what feels to me lyrics and songs that are more to the ground yeah. at this point yeah. than maybe you might see in more mainstream country music. Um, although all the all of the named musicians are great storytellers mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure, but her shit's just a little bit more down to earth. Yeah. Anyways, uh, continuing. Anyways. I won't push it. Don't push it, Nate. Well, he told me that he loved me and I kind 
Oh shit! I was gonna say off of uh, off of her album, same trailer, different park. I mean, same hell, <laughs> different devil. <laughs> don't push it. That's me. I know. Don't, right, Danny. <laughs> don't push it. You're gonna, she's gonna show yeah. up on your doorstep. <laughs> don't push it. All right, what you got? I never mind. What you got? Um, <laughs> I like this song the least, but yeah. I still like it. Like this is the one, the production is different. Like the vocals, to mm-hmm. the, it it just feels different. It still feels like her. Like it's still her voice. Uh, she's still got a great fucking voice. I did come up with a couple timestamps uh, of things that I like. This is not one like when I have my my post episode listens. Um, I don't know that I would go directly to this album. I really want to go to that new EP because of the fucking mm-hmm. sad yeehaw name. That's fucking rules yeah. um sad yeehaw sessions that's right yeah that sounds great but yeah how is this album on a whole it's not one that i spent or do spend a lot of time with i think it, i don't know how to i would i would have to look into what she says about it it's 2015 mm-hmm. i think let me look really quickly 2016 15, i believe 2015 right it's it's quite old actually mm-hmm. and i mean not from a you know it's 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 a long time um it feels a bit more like a it feels to me like what else can she do is a, is a, is an EP that it's definitely like grounded in, I guess like a traditional country sound. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems to me like that could be more of a professional risk. Mm. Do you know what I mm-hmm. mean? And maybe it pays off for her. Maybe she really starts to, to, to blow up because maybe the style is exactly what, what works in this moment for, from, a, from, from, you know, a launching and a launching pad. But I, f- I feel like same hell, different devil is really good. And the song Don't Push It I really like because it feels to me like a bop. Like it's mm, I love it. Sure, it's like sure. this upbeat, strange song. It's got this theme that that you see throughout country music, which is, you know, she's she it's a little bit turned. She's not a scorned lover. She's a woman who was like, This guy sucks. Yeah, yeah. And then this girl that he's now dating is like fucking you know, talking shit about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't do that, yo. I can <laughs> get that guy right back. And I, f- I find that I've had some trouble with that theme. Like that it's like it's a little bit like, all right, so like this dude's dick. Like, why don't we just talk about why the dude's a dick? Mm-hmm. And th- these two women are, are arguing. But like, it's definitely like a story that sure, sure. you'll find in, in in country music. And I like it. I think she tells it really well. It's funny. But I do think that this album feels more. I don't know. I'd like to ask her, I guess, like, what else can she do? Probably as a reflection of a certain moment in time. Mm-hmm. But it feels more her sure. than th- this album is most okay. certainly personal and her. But it does feel a little bit like a. She's writing a she's writing a little bit of a pop country mm-hmm. album with real country tones. Is the timestamp I have is like this just wild, like silly, sassy, um, fucking um, uh, steel guitar part mm-hmm. going on while she's singing. So it's got that cool shit that you can see later on. But it definitely feels I don't know. I mean, you referenced Casey Musgraves. Is that something you feel this song? Me- me- no, not at all. The the my first timestamp at thirty three seconds. Uh, I get real like Dolly Parton energy from Word. from it and like i'm not well versed in in dolly at all like i know the singles but that's about it but uh i'll play it real quick um it just has a very similar feel and i i even feel like the the theme of the song or whatever is something that uh dolly might do it's a, it's a classic like, yeah yeah country topic Absolutely. i think it does come up yeah so let's hear some of that we all know that you ain't got class I don't want him, but I'll take him just to show you that I can. Just the way that she has um, 
she's she's singing, but it it has like a, a talk cadence to it, like how quickly mm-hmm. she cuts off. Yeah. Don't push it, like that quick uh, end of the the phrase. Mm-hmm. It I don't know. It just feels very like Dolly to me. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's like it's it's a. I don't like it's a dancer. Mm-hmm. Could mm-hmm. you imagine putting your thumbs through your, uh, <laughs> little through belt, your loops. belt loops and just like kicking out yeah, those yeah, feet? Yeah. Like it's a fucking. I mean, it's a standout like pop like cool song mm-hmm. in that way. I really dig mm-hmm. it for that. It's probably why it's the the representative from that album on this list. Sure. But you're right though. Like the little talk, she's got some. She's got some. It's a little direct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's not nice. <laughs> it's it's cool. It's cool. What was your timestamp at? Yeah, I want to do like I could. I, there's some shit going on in the this section, 54 seconds through one minute and 12. Okay. And I think you see it throughout the song, but for whatever reason, it really hit in this during this section. Okay. Well, can't you see you're just a rebound, honey? You look like a mess. Well, I would never be caught dead in that ugly purple dress. So don't say. there's like it's the steel guitar right it's like popping around in there sometimes it sounds like a steel but i think it's it's just a guitar guitar a guitar guitar whatever it is like it's so fucking playful Mm -hmm. and like she'll say something and it's like dancing around with her and just like having a real good fucking time like responding she's putting off an air of of intentional like she's saying something she wants it to come off as like direct and funny and sassy or whatever Mm -hmm. it is whatever mood she's throwing out and this guitar or this whatever it is is like just like emulating it with (laughs) the same feel yeah fluttering element that is just so cute like cute isn't the right word but it like just feels like playful and funny and and definitely like doubling down on her mood Mm -hmm. which is tight (laughs) but yeah 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 right after that well a little bit after that uh there's some rad guitar solo and steel pad steel solo as well there i had a i had a fiddle joke and i don't remember what it is yeah you got to bring it back you can edit it in later after you google best fiddle (laughs) jokes uh oh i think it was i i didn't come up with it but i wanted i wanted to say uh right before i played the the song hey nate fiddle me this Dive right at the oh. end too. So good. I would dance the shit yeah. out of that song if I were in like a honky tonk yeah. or like some sort of bar where she's playing it. She also that lyric that you cut off there is really funny. The way she slows it down, she's like, "I could take him back with a sweet and tender kiss," <laughs> and you're just like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what does that kiss look like? I want to yeah, see yeah, that yeah. shit." Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh baby, it's just that your love is what I miss. It's true. It's true. <laughs> He'll, to, to his he'll go right back. <laughs> of course, he would believe her mm-hmm. too. He's like, I was a lying, cheating asshole who got dumped. Uh, but you know, sh- my love is what she yep, misses. Yep. So of course, I'll, I'm a dumbass. So I'm gonna believe that. Coming right back. back. It's tight. Anyways, anyways, country bop. It's tight. Yeah, yeah. 
it's fun for sure. Before we get to this next song, I actually wanted to tell you uh, a little, a short story about okay. about growing up in rural outgrove. If that's all right with you. Oh, 100 percent. I just like when you say rural outgrove, you mean like on the outskirts of town or something like that, or like- on the the. I guess the outskirts of Elk Grove because it was like I lived off of Grant Line Road growing up and then right on the other side of Grant Line Road is Wilton. Wilton is where all the farmers live and stuff like that. So I lived Mm -hmm. on the very edge of Elk Grove where there's no. So you could look across the free the freeway of Shelton and see Cody roping cows. Uh, I'd have to drive a little bit, but I could see Cody roping some cows. And he would look across and he would see you um, doing some half pipe. (laughs) Uh, sure, sure, yeah. Just because you're the California suburb I'm the California kid, and he's suburb the kid. Cow yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's cow roping, <laughs> country boy. <laughs> I worked for a pizza shop out right, there. So though my first job yeah. when I was 18 years old, uh, I worked for a pizza shop, making pizza, delivering pizza, called Fat Mike's Pizzeria out there, owned by Fat Mike. Uh, no, but um, we did. What did we do? We we sent a menu or whatever to Fat Records or whatever, and <laughs> I don't know if we ever got any response back or whatever. But we of course thought it was hilarious uh, as teenagers who liked no effects. Anyway, work. Looking back, was it funny? Um, no, no, because Fat Mike's oh. Fat Mike's an idiot. Yeah, but you sent a Fat Mike menu to 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 Fat to Fat yeah. Rec. That's uh yeah, it's not funny. <laughs> so anyway, uh, my my boss's name was Larry, and I would go out on on deliveries, and I'd have to do you know six deliveries or whatever, and I would be gone. It was it was kind of the best job because like I'd be gone, I just listen to music, listen to my Juliana Theory and my AFI, and my Saves the Day, but every once in a while. Uh, Larry would be like, Hey, Danny, on your way back, uh, can you stop by the Circle K down there and uh, pick up a couple heads of lettuce? Because uh, we're running low on lettuce and we don't have any more. And also grab me a pack of Marfa lights. He did not say that. Uh, I, I did have to, to pick him up cigarettes every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Danny's like, uh, you walk into the 7-Eleven and you're like fucking X up. <laughs> like, like you walk in and like your your buddy, like hardcore Tom is like behind the counter, like selling yeah, shit. Yeah. And like you walk up and you're like, true till death. <laughs> uh, I'll take a pack of those Marfa lights. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's for Larry Pants, my boss. <laughs> Marvel lights um, is the name of the song. It, it is. Does it remind you? Does the idea of like lights in Marfa, like or Marfa or something like that, like remind you of a conversation we may have had this year? Uh, it sure does. It reminds me of those Marfa tapes. Those Marfa tapes. That's right. Yeah. The uh, the uh, the infamous Marfa tapes. Ooh. The Marfa files, if you will. The <laughs> leaked. The leaked. 
sessions. <laughs> if I if I had a fiddle right now and I knew how to play it, I would play the X Files theme on a fiddle. Hell yeah, the X Files theme is sort of what starts this song off a little bit, though, right? <laughs> a little bit. Let me. Does it? Oh, let me see. It's like if the X Files were real. Yeah, that's the sound it would be. Yeah, that's you getting. Uh, they send down their giant uh, ten-gallon hat, and that's mm-hmm. the sound that it that makes was your. It's pulling you back up. I'm gonna pull this. So I like the song for two reasons. They're both lyrical. Um, take me out west. Take me on a quest. <laughs> for those of us, us <laughs> for those of us out here on the west coast, um, fuck yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. this is where you go. Mm-hmm. You know, heads Carolina, tails California. You go California. <laughs> Caitlin's gonna know what I'm talking about. I know what um, you're talking about. Do you really? Yeah. Uh, Cody and I had a a short-lived idea that I would still love to do uh, to take '90s country songs and turn them into emo pop of our youth anthems. And so I took. Heads Carolina, Tails California, or vice versa. And I try to make it to the tune of Shoulder to the Wheel by Saves the Day. Do you have this still? Uh, I might have the guitar for it. We never like, I like recorded a verse and maybe a chorus of the guitar. First of all, like I want to, I want to hear more about this. I want it to happen. I want it to be live on stage. I want mm-hmm. it to be the concert I go to. I don't we, go to, although I told everyone I was going to. We had some big ideas for it. I also want to point out that the idea. I wonder if there's a contemporary country artist who, like, I think he uses like auto tune, audio, like auto, auto tune, Riley's mm-hmm. auto parts, <laughs> auto tune, um, named Cole Swindell, who does a song called. She had me at Heads Carolina. Have you heard the song? I've heard I've heard the original song. I've not heard oh. me heard that other one you just mentioned. I don't I don't know if this needs to be a part of your podcast today, but I would like to do a view together. Okay, a watch a watch them together. Hell yeah! Um, we're gonna we're gonna take our stonks and we're gonna invest it into Cole Swindell. Hell yeah! Um, who, by the way, wrote this song? I just want you to know, like, he wrote the song, he put it out. Um. And um, then at the Country Music Awards this year, sang the, did the song live, and um, out came Jody Messina. Ooh. I can't believe it. Like, he knew. He must have known, but, like, I would have shit my pants. Right? <laughs> it would have been intense. All right, are you logged in, Stonks? Uh, yeah, I'm stonksed up right now. All right, here we go. Dude, I love this shit. Bros, what's up, bros? What's up, up, my best pal? (laughs) Oh, that's the singer. I thought the other guy was going to be the singer. No, but this is like, Danny, you are listening to Country Radio Top 40 right now. Oh, unbelievably like, this is it right here. Yeah. Taking the shots. Look at how much fun they're going to have at the bar. Who is this goober? That's a, he's from the movie Can't Hardly Wait. He looks like a uh, uh, yeah, fucking Dean from Gilmore Girls. Here's here's he's doing what you wanted to do. He's pop emoing the Jody Messina song. That's Jody Messina right there. Oh, cool. Yeah. 
my version was going to be better. Yeah, oh hell yeah. I'm not I'm not actually like a convinced that the song is like I love the song cuz of its reference, I think. And I think it's fun that he like I mean it's not an origin it's original in that he like is riffing on it. It's a cool way to incorporate it, but mm-hmm. I don't think if I listened to another Cole Swindell song I would actually like it. Sure, sure. But I will say like if you want to like this is like what if you're trying to like listen to contemporary country like you gotta wade through like if you listen to like Apple Music's Best of Country, you gotta uh, wade through some shit. Dude. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> this is oh, me at halftime beat too. Yeah. It's so sick. You could fucking pick up change to that. Hell yeah. Lock eye. Yeah, I love that shit. If I like, if we could find a karaoke spot. Mm-hmm. And I promise to sing this particular version, not the original. Would you come out? <laughs> I, I'd come out uh, and I'd try to make it a mashup with the original. Shit, so you and me do a duet on this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sing just the Jody Messina version and then I sing just the Cole Swindell version? But we do it all to the tune of There's No I in Team. Perfect. <laughs> All right, we're done. Let's move. We're moving back over to uh, <laughs> to Caitlin. It's Caitlin Butts. Um, this is my oh, yeah. favorite song on this playlist. Is it really the Mar- Marfa Lights? Really? Fucking love this song. Oh hell yeah! Tell me why. Because it's great. It's so cool. I I first of all, we haven't even talked about this album artwork. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Holy cannoli! Look really at this cool. album artwork. We've got uh, Caitlin and an astronaut getting. <laughs> Getting taken up to space uh, in a fucking hundred gallon cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah, pristine, like uh, ivory colored hundred gallon cowboy yeah. hat. Yeah, they clean them after they have to sanitize that shit. Yeah. It get back, gets back in the spaceship, they have to go sanitize it. And who knows what's down there on Earth? What's weird about it though is it's the same one lane highway from the previous cover. It's There's, just a couple of miles later. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. They, it uh, branched out into two lanes now, thankfully. It expanded, Much less yeah. dangerous. <laughs> uh, I, there's also like like a break in the fabric of time on the on the top left corner there. Yeah, that's something to be nervous about. Either that or that's like where um like so this is the cd cover and it's there's a rip there and the cd's turned oh upside sure down. sure sure it's, you can see it it's just mm-hmm. that's just the cd okay i like okay, it that's what i like it know. yeah really yeah good cool. point good artwork you're right but yeah i like it. it i like that it's it does have kind of a extraterrestrial or sci-fi vibe to it a little bit even in the music mm-hmm. i don't i don't it's just it fucking rules man I don't know I like why you I, don't. I don't know why you don't like this song. I, I mean, it's it's definitely like I literally like it's my least favorite Caitlin Butt song, period. But so I, therefore I put it on the list of the five songs. Like, five song. like it's I'm offended by this song, just like sweaty. I'm sweaty when I listen to it. It's so bad. No, I'm just kidding. Like I like it that it's fast. Like the one yes, thing about this, yeah. like it's got a it's got a cool pace. Um, I can't tell. I can't tell the story. Like, it's one of her least clear stories, right? Like, I can't really tell mm-hmm. if we're happy or if we're mad or if, like, they're heading out west on a quest. You know, they these two lovers. They're, what did she call it? Like, t- like uh, she says, uh, 
fuck, man, I don't know how to use my computer. Two lovers on the run like a bullet from a gun. You're yeah, like, oh, fuck, that's, I'll be your cosmic right. cowgirl. <laughs> and then, and then they, yeah, they turn to you and say that. You're, I mean, dude, that's the hottest shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Potentially, you could, you could imagine. But there is like this tension. It does feel to me like they're not going to make it because the Martha lights are unattainable shit. So they can't. I don't know. I do, I do like, I do like the theme. I like the pacing. Maybe the theme is like uh, UFO chasing. Maybe, maybe love is like a Marfa light. Yeah, you see it, but you can't, def- you can't define it. Sure, you know, like we're like this is like this is some middle school poetry ass- assessment right here, like mm-hmm. trying to like tell the teacher what we think the song is about. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Danny, I'm. Fairly certain that the aliens come down and stab the couple in the heart. Yes, yes. With a Cupid's arrow. You know what? A plus. Thank you. Um, <laughs> do you want to listen to the, acu- the acoustic set she did on this one? Oh, I absolutely like do. The song? Yes. Okay, let's do that. So your listeners are going to have to, like the Cole Swindell uh, should have been edited out. No one wants to hear no, that No, it's, I'm going to play it twice, actually. You're going to play it twice. Maybe they want to listen to this, but the problem with this butts uh, acoustic thing is like there's some cool shit like the lighting like the aesthetic she's got like i said like she's got cool style but um it's not really a talker it's just it's fucking good marfa lights good color theme too i like yeah, it definitely the lights are kind of spraying down on her um what do you call that kind of trailer uh I don't remember what I what that kind of trailer is called. Take me out west. Take me on a quest. You told me not to change out of my cheap denim dress. You think those neon lights are coming from the diner that she works at? Like, this is, um, they took the photo for her EP cover and then they turned around. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's actually the eyes of that man with the uh, with the dog who's <laughs> <laughs> sitting in front of her. Who's drinking a brewski right now? Is is she singing to the man or to the dog? We're just out of reach. It's, it's actually weird because like she's talking the marfa lights are an, an unexplainable phenomenon and she's really what she's talking about is um the way she feels about the dog it's very weird yeah the dog is named marfa actually <laughs> take me by heart take me by my hand and let's dance across the horizon in the desert voice that you can like fuck around with like that where she just lets it sit pulls it back like she's playing with it so cool you know what's cool about this too is like every time one of those emo bands we keep talking about would do an acoustic set it would always sound like absolute shit (laughs) but this is fucking great yeah it's true that most of these Acoustic variations like get better for these kind of artists. Yeah, yeah. If not better, like definitely like they hold water. This bridge rules. If I ever 
that's my timestamp. I truly agree. Is it awkward to be sitting across from somebody while that's going on, just holding the dog, drinking the whiskey? I think so. Especially when the alien lights are shining down onto your trailer. Uh huh. Good job, Marfa. Hank Butts. Yeah, so if I'm not mistaken, the Hank Butts is the dog. Aww. And um, this person, this person, Cleto Cordero, is her husband. Oh, okay. Probably the dude sitting across. Sure, sure. All right, all right. Yeah. There you go. That um, ruled. I love it too. I, I like also that it's kind it's it's kind of awkward. It's like beautiful. Mm-hmm. It looks wonderful, but like the the scenario is awkward. It's sure, cool. Sure. It's yeah. to me like it's actually pretty like representative of one of like some of her online media. Like it's just like the way that she <laughs> enters into social media spaces is similar to that too. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, as that song was playing, I got an update that SZA's album was just loaded on my phone here. So I don't know if you listen to SZA. Are I you don't. A person who, no, never have. That's too bad. I guess you aren't you aren't feeling as excited about this evening as I am. Do I need we to will... listen to SZA? Are you going to give I me a playlist? Know. I'm not actually. I'm not sure. So she did an album a long time ago that is like a really good mm-hmm. hip hop R and B album that I would absolutely recommend you listen to. I am not necessarily comfortable. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if SZA or like you know hip hop R and B is something that. I need to be talking to you about on on your podcast and mm-hmm. be like trying to trying to talk to you about Sizz's lyrics. Yeah, we could give it a shot, but okay, okay. I'll ask. Uh, I'll see if uh, Lush likes Sizza. He's a hip hop guy, so yeah. Hip hop hip hop episodes would be cool. I don't know if you've had one yet. We've done. I did Mac Miller. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, and Run the Jewels. I've never listened to that band. I should listen to that episode. Did you yeah. like Run the Jewels? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Did you you did you do the introductions? The introduction? I Dante gave them to me, if that's Dante what you're asking. Yeah. All right. Um, do you got a timestamp for this song? I uh, do. I have I have a few. Um, let's do 43 seconds. All right. That's got get up like something at home yeah. about written all over it or um, yeah that's fucking I don't know one of the ones I didn't listen to but maybe should have. I feel you on that. That makes perfect sense. On a wire, me. I think if this were on on a wire, you would have listened to it more. Maybe 
maybe. I think because this has that upbeat pace, like that's what you're looking for on a wire felt. If I remember, I haven't listened to it since like what the week it came out and I saw it that week. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. It feels to me like it was slower, but it was slower. Anyway, fucking rules. Great fucking chorus. Mm-hmm. I love it. And then there's a shreddy ass solo. Uh, one. Have night. you thought about getting the Cosmic Cowgirl tea? I haven't looked at any merch, so maybe. Yeah, hell yeah. The more I listen to this, too, the more I think it's about chasing UFOs. So. That's where she lost Cody, is what you're saying. That's why he doesn't follow <laughs> No, that was under Instagram. 10 seconds. <laughs> oh, under 10 seconds. All right. It's like 9.7. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, he's into that. He's into that one. And then right after that, actually, 134, uh, just like in that acoustic performance, but when she like really kind of lets her voice go and starts singing louder or higher or whatever, oh, man, fucking gorgeous. My hand, let's dance across the horizon in the desert sand. Oh, I'll be I have to play the chorus again, but but yeah, when she starts to like open up her voice, it's oh, gorgeous. It's it's true. It's like it's almost rougher though. Too like it's mm-hmm. like a, it's like forward. It's like, it's pretty tight. I I agree with you. Um, mine pops in at two sixteen. Yep. Do you have something in the right yeah. there, right there, the bridge. So good. So fucking great. Really, really good, yeah. Yep. I just want to make it into a pop punk song. Pop punk song. Yeah. Now that you mentioned this idea, I um I don't know, like uh, um I could do I'll I'll do a five dollar a month Patreon account for your Okay. For your I'll I'll do that. So that's enough for you to quit your job. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And just focus on like creating pop punk covers of country songs oh man i mean if you get if you get one viral tiktok video you mm-hmm. might be able to you might be I mean, able there's to already a guy time. who does that though oh really you're not even original in this no. way dang i mean if he, you do pop he does punk, like you modern did... pop songs and, and country songs and stuff yeah but pop goes punk is that mm-hmm. like i'm talking about like you doing it with a i just you, want to do a bunch of better. 90s country like not even uh yeah i just want to do a bunch of 90s country and to this song from 2021 and this song <laughs> yeah but yeah i don't know man this song fucking rules there's another song but i don't i don't know what else she can do to improve upon that Marfa Lights song. Yeah. Can you uh, play the beginning of this song? Uh, Yeah, we got to talk about this. 
There's that big old bass washboard <laughs> fucking thing again. Gross. You don't dude. like that. You don't. You, Gross. <laughs> you don't like the order. Take better care one, of yourself, sir. One coffee and some bacon in the coffee, please. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that. Like, first of all, it fits perfectly sure. with yes, the song. Yes, it does. Like, it's it exact, does. We are there. Sh- I'll have to say, like the the diner, like uh, the intro and that the diner, like shit, is a Musgraves riff too. She does that same thing, right, with the diner sounds and the oh, sure, blowing sure. smoke song. Yeah, um, but that's like my favorite Casey Musgraves song, weirdly. So um, I love it a lot that it happens here. And this guy is way funnier than anybody who showed up in that song. But um, it's such a cool vibe. It's like, come on in to the to the mood I'm going to set for you, and I'm going to serve this dude some fucking black coffee and a couple of <laughs> couple of crumbles of bacon and just sprinkled <laughs> on over it. <laughs> she left the country with big city dreams. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. No thank you. That's gross. Because heaven now feels more like hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Serving up coffee and bacon. So many people eat that shit, dude. It's like people's favorite. Bacon is like... I know. People love bacon. It's like code for like the cool food or some shit. It's wild. Put bacon on anything. Put it on your hair. I used to like bacon too. I mean... I was not like a bacon eater. My grandma would make it for me when I visited her. um, And that was really it. But like, you know, people like buy bacon bouquets of bacon (sighs) flowers. And then they give them to their... Calm down, bacon dressed <laughs> prom date. Yeah, it's not like I do that with Skittles. You're better off. I love Skittles, though. <laughs> Y'all, I don't talk about it all the fucking time. Like, I'm going to go eat some fucking Skittles. I don't do that shit. I'll take a coffee and some Skittles, please. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, that's pretty good. The song is sad. Yeah, I think so. I think it... It uh, but it's like so. This is that quote I had read earlier. Like, is what what I think this song really focuses in on. This like stagnant, going through the motions, not knowing what to do. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Fuck. And I feel like I guess what I mean, like I think that is is so much more relatable than it should be mm-hmm. to so many more people than it should be. Sure. It's just yeah. A, this is a this is a song. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Stop crying, Danny. Get back into the mood. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm gonna play a timestamp. Fifty-three seconds. So I like that little ascending guitar. It's very cool. And I like her vocal delivery on on a lot of this this stuff, a lot of these songs. But like, just that line, there's there's a lot of sad stories or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very quick, like a quick delivery, quicker than you'd expect for the song. And and yeah, it's really good, really nicely done. The there's a vocal accompaniment there, right? Like she's got um, mm-hmm. somebody, <laughs> the guy who asked for coffee. Yeah. Wait, be- I didn't think about it. It's literally that dude in between crunches. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can we? Sorry, can you play from the beginning to that to that segment? I don't. You don't have to put this on the app, but like, wait a second. It it's exactly what happened. 
That delivery is dope too, though, right there. Yeah. She gets lazy on it. She's currently standing <laughs> at the counter <laughs> looking at that coffee. But man. <laughs> pouring the coffee, just over pouring yeah. the mug. There's gotta be a video for this. It's so perfect. As he starts to sing along with her. Hell yeah, it's so good. He's just trying to get her attention so she'll stop pouring the coffee. <laughs> Excuse me, this coffee is everywhere, man. There are lots of sad stories, and this here's one about how the coffee is on my feet. My, my crispy breaking is ruined. It's soaking wet on this dirty counter. What the fuck? Um... Okay, so a question. Uh, her small town pretty didn't play in the city too well. Like, I know this, like, trope of, like, small town pretty. Sure. I will say, though, like, I feel like when I was in the small town I was growing up in, like, nobody wanted, nobody thought I was pretty, <laughs> unfortunately. Maybe my mom and dad. Sure, like, were, like, sure, you know, maybe. You're, you're a handsome young man. you had a good yeah. hair day or something. But. Yeah, handsome young lad. <laughs> I couldn't get someone to kiss me until I left that damn place. Yeah, so, like, yeah. I, what is that called? Is it small town ugly? Maybe. Or just ugly. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I love that. Because I'm definitely not big city pretty. Big city pretty? Shit. Oh, I don't know, man. I think it's actually, it has nothing to do with it. It's just I didn't meet the right person sure, until yeah, later, yeah. you know. Bunch of losers in that town. <laughs> I mean, dude, shut up, man. That's my hometown you're talking about. Uh, un- Sometimes it smelled like manure. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, like like uh, galt. Some of that, yeah. It's more, yeah. Hell yeah. Galt's a bit bigger, actually. Wow, apparently. that is small. Okay, what do you? <laughs> <laughs> the next thing I got is a little. Maybe she's talking to the bacon coffee guy. She's like, "All right." All right. He's he's signaling to her still that the coffee is <laughs> overflowing, and she's singing, and she's like, "All right, all right." She's got like a a <laughs> to it away. too. She's like, all right, you don't want any more. Hell yeah. Get it. That's all I got on this song. The moral of the story of this song is please tip your waitress. Please tip your waitress. Yeah, fucking that life's miserable Folks, sometimes. come on. 20% at I least, got, minimum. <laughs> what do you got? I got to toss out sometimes. I don't know. Like I wrote, I wrote that I liked the lyrics at three minutes. I don't know if okay. she's back to talking to the uh, coffee man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She serves up the bacon and the money she's making still won't pay the bills. The city is busy and always in motion, but somehow for her time stands. She wonders if happiness lies in the country back home. And she'd like to go back, but she knows good and well that she won't. There's lots of sad stories. Was that a thumbs that's up? That's hot. Yeah, that's hot. I really like that. <clears throat> 
yeah, it's good shit. She took a while to get that bacon out, though. She served the bacon, yeah. And the money she's making won't pay the bills because she spilled the coffee all over the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a tip as a result. And I like this idea. The city's it's busy. It's always emotion, but she's just standing there and time stands still. Yeah. And like the pace of the song mm-hmm. at that point mm-hmm. is as like as slow as you can go without it not being song anymore. It's like fucking really dope. Yeah. Um, and I question this like she won't go back home. I don't know. I guess like yeah, she left. You go back home, you're. Your failure, so yep. you know, yeah, fucking watch out. That's how it feels. Holy shit! Really well told story. I also have another timestamp okay. at four minutes and nineteen seconds. Four nineteen, right before four twenty. Ooh, gotta get prepped. <laughs> That's how you end it. That's good. That's a good. <clears throat> well, folks, with that, we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week, folks. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, what? I like that, man. A little bad out of data is at the end. Is that how you'd spell it? B A H D A. I think I'd, I'd leave the B off of it, actually. I'd go da 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 da. Uh huh. Okay. Just D's and you think A's. She, you think she wrote it down in her lyric book? Probably. I would have. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to forget. You don't want to forget that. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a good point. This was a fun playlist because it was a bit of a journey. Like I said, I, I it didn't grab me right away, mm-hmm. so I had to spend some extra time with it. So I'm curious to to do some some extra listening now. Yeah, I'd, re- I'd recommend start to finish that seven song EP okay. and see how it sits okay. with you. But it's a mood, right? Yeah. Like you're not going to want to listen to that while driving your car necessarily. Or mm-hmm. I feel like, it, but that's I, I feel like it'd be good working music. Like I'm sitting here doing my be. my computer shit. Yeah, doing your computer shit, doing your stonks, and, <laughs> your and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Googling JavaScript, pretend like I know how to code. <laughs> It's like on my resume it says like expert level JavaScript coding, but what that really means is g g o o g l e dot com search. Exactly. <laughs> One tab is a JavaScript search. The other tab is a stonk search. Stonk search. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's gonna make me enough money to not have to do this JavaScript <laughs> search anymore? Uh, I'm gonna give Caitlin Butts a three point. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go three point six. Three point six. Thanks. So she could have got a three point seven if she'd had a cat. Kaylin, if you want to up your score, Oof. adopt a cat. Yeah. And you will get a three point seven. No, three point seven was what you gave. Was her. it okay? You'll get a three point eight. I can't remember. Maybe I give a three point eight out of three point eight though. Uh, Kaylin, that's <laughs> a pretty high score. <laughs> 3.8 seconds of summer. Yeah, 3.8 seconds of summer. The only other band that got 3.8 was Blink 182, <laughs> weirdly, but yeah. whatever. Uh, Nate will be back soon because he gave me another playlist. 
What was that? <laughs> this uh, I don't I. <laughs> It's a it's a speaker, I guess. A, I found it here. It's a speaker in it. What the hell? That's so weird. It just does little sounds for you. Turning it off and on, I guess. Oh. It's just a JBL like oh. um, it's here on Shannon's desk. So I do this in Shannon's like workspace. Uh-huh. Um and she has like lots of different pens of different colors mm-hmm. and tapes with different styles, like very cool shit back here that I don't really know much about mm-hmm. and um, just admire for its aesthetic. Sure, sure. Um, plus, apparently, a cool JBL a cool like a speaker that Bluetooth does some speaker, like funky yeah. sounds. I like it. Yeah, it's just like when you when your stonk goes up, mm-hmm. that's what you're. That's the sound effect that Buck-a-bow. happens just out of the blue. <laughs> oh wow! I just won ten dollars. And then you lose that right. ten dollars, and it does a boom. <laughs> Shit. All right. Uh, All right. Haley Whittier's is coming up soon. Everybody, <clears throat> if we're lucky, do you th- do you think it'll happen? I think so, unless the world ends. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Like, I contacted her, too, and she's coming onto the pod. Oh, cool. So that'll be weird. That'll be, ne- that'll that'll be, be really nice. Weird. Yeah. Is she bringing her corn yeah. with her? I mean, I don't know. she bringing don't the go, band of corn with her? You know, she, she's bringing, she's like, wait, y'all are from the Central Valley? All right, cool. I'm going to bring my favorite band corn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fucking fucking yeehaw five five yeehaws or less here at a. <laughs> as this podcast gets more and more ridiculous in its country music selection, it does it does? Because if I have some, if I have any ability to ruin, like I, so I, all right, I'll finish this episode okay. for my contribution at least up that like. I've been, I'm afraid to tell Danny that I don't want to be on the pod anymore. So I gave him a list that will force him to kick me off the pod. (laughs) Just like a brutal, he often talks about being punished Mm -hmm, by his friend's mm -hmm. music taste. Well, ladies, gentlemen, listeners of the five yeehaws or less podcast. (laughs) It's coming for you. Luke Combs. (laughs) Comb your hair, man. Bye, everybody. Boxed up boxes behind me because uh, they're Christmas gifts that need to be for you, not for me, from me oh, to okay. my children, and a couple you, to Amanda uh, as well. You bought Amanda something for Christmas? I did. She said, uh, "Does that mean I have to buy you something?" That's how I feel. Do I have to buy you something? Uh, if you really want to, I don't expect anything oh, from me though, except I maybe a Christmas fresh new you. playlist. A fresh new plan. My Christmas <laughs> gift to you was to sit down for an hour and talk about Taylor Swift's Midnight. Oh shit! We still need to do that. We need to do our battle of the uh, pop stars. I mean, we could battle, or we could just sit down and talk about Midnight's, and then sit down another time and talk about yeah. uh, the album I like more Ooh. that I can't remember the name of. <laughs> I think it's called Nevermind. Do you know this? <laughs> yes, that's it.